Hare Krishna, welcome to this episode of Bhagavad Gita. Today's topic is how to conquer attachment, fear and anger uh, according to Bhagavad Gita chapter 4 verse 10. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Ajnanati Mirandhasya Gyananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Yenatasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Sthapitam Yenabhutale Swayam Rupah Kadamahyam Dadatisva Padantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yutapadakamalam Shri Gunun Vaishnavamscha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunathan Vitam Tham Sajeevam Sadvaitam Savadhutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakhan Vitamscha He Krishna Karuna Sindho Dinabandho Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Vrishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vanchakalpatarubhyascha Kripasindubhya Evacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Namaha Nama Om Vishnupadaya Krishna Prishthaya Bhutale Shreemate Bhakti Vedanta Swaminiti Namine Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Sunyavadi Paschatya Deshatarine Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shri Vasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare So welcome to today's episode Bhagavad Gita chapter 4 verse 10 <clears throat> We'll chant the word to word and then line by line So please repeat after me Vita Raga Bhaya Krodhaha Mat, Maya, Maam, Upashritaha, Bahavah, Jnana, Tapasah, Pootah, Mat, Bhavam, Agatah, Vitaraga Bhayakrodha, Manmayamamupashritaha Bahavogyana tapasaha Putamadbhava magataha Vitaragabhayakrodha Manmayamamupashritaha Bahavogyana tapasaha Bhutamadbhavamagataha Vitaragabhayakrodha Manmayamamupashritaha 
So welcome everyone. Hare Krishna. So many people are saying Hare Krishna, Dandavat Pranam. My obeisances to you. So today uh, we will try to go through this verse. Vita, freed from Raga, attachment, Bhaya, fear, Krodha, and anger, Matmaya, fully in me, Mam, in me, Upashritaha, being fully situated, Bahavah, many, Jnana, of knowledge, Tapasa, by the penance, Putaha, being purified, Matbhavam, transcendental love for me, Agata, attained. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Shri Prabhupada Ki Jai. Translation, being freed from attachment, fear and anger, being fully absorbed in me and taking refuge in me, many, many persons in the past became purified by knowledge of me and thus they all attained transcendental love for me. <clears throat> so three things here, being freed from attachment, fear and anger. Now, of course, we have our definitions of um, attachment, fear and anger, but the original source of all these um, attachment, fear and anger is to be understood. And if you see in the purport, Prabhupada actually explains that original reason for all these things, attachment, fear and anger. So, <clears throat> Freed from attachment, fear and anger, there is actually a whole wide, um, what is that, uh, description of what is fear. Like we become maybe fearful in the night, in the dark maybe, <clears throat> or we are attached to our family, or we may be fearful of our next, I mean what, what is going to happen in the future, and anger, we may, be, we may get angry with our, you know, the people around us. So we may define uh, them in these ways, but uh, Prabhupada explains in a different way and we will try to understand that. And once that is understood, we can automatically um, also uh, solve these problems of anger, fear and attachment in our daily lives as well. So we will go through the uh, explanation in the purport. So the main thing is, by attachment, uh, by taking refuge of Krishna, that means by taking shelter of Krishna, Mamekam Sharanam Braja, Krishna said in the 18th chapter. So, by surrendering to Krishna, one can actually get freed from attachment, fear, and anger. And Krishna is saying, like if you remember what we said yesterday, what we learned yesterday, one who knows the transcendental nature of my appearance and activities does not, upon leaving the body, take his birth again in this material world, but attains my eternal abode, O Arjuna. So now he's saying that actually many people did that and already attained me. Puta madbhavam agataha. So they have attained transcendental love for me became by becoming purified by knowledge. So 
this is like a testimony basically so many it's not that i'm just telling you something people have already taken advantage of this system that i am i have told you and they've already attained success so and it is something that you can also attain by taking to this process so purport as described above it is very difficult for a person who is materially affected to understand the personal nature of the supreme absolute truth generally people who are attached to the bodily conception of life are so absorbed in materialism that it is almost impossible for them to understand how the supreme can be a person now this is um, interesting to understand because in the material way of life we think material body means a person means like what we are or what we see around us so everybody has imperfections as has so many you know um we ourselves are limited in so many ways and everybody is limited so person means for them a limited you know as they say even um we are all after all human that means we tend to make mistakes we tend to be imperfect we tend to be uh, having emotions and all these things so they think um god means he should be above these limitations and imperfections so he's like no emotions no nothing nothing that's void so that's their understanding so they cannot accommodate the idea that god can be a person when we say a person then he has feelings he has he has his thoughts he has his ways of doing things and yes krishna is a person it's not impersonal god is not like some power and nobody there no he is a person yes he has likes and dislikes but his likes and dislikes are not imperfect like us so we will see <clears throat> how prabhupada explains here so it is very difficult for a person who is too materially affected to understand the personal nature of the absolute truth generally people who are attached to the bodily conception of life are so absorbed in materialism that it is almost impossible for them to understand how the supreme can be a person such materialists cannot even imagine that there is a transcendental body which is imperishable full of knowledge and eternally blissful so again we are <laughs> so we are um, in this uh, world where we are used to thinking of person means like this like a material body and we know that this body will die one day and we think a person means like that so that's therefore and materially engrossed means so much in the material conception of life there they can't be anything other than this you know when people think like that then when we when this verse is the rishvara parama krishna um we will go to that verse in a while but in that verse it is said that krishna has a body sachidananda vigraha he has a form which is sat chit ananda sat means eternal chit means full of knowledge ananda means full of bliss so when we say this they can't accommodate in this brain and actually it is not meant to be accommodated in the brain because this brain this mind is you know it is is imperfect it's a material ingredient with a material ingredient we cannot understand what is spiritual what is beyond achintyah khaluye bhava natam starkena yojayet what is beyond our conception what is achintya um, achintya means that is that which is beyond our conception inconceivable so we cannot use our limited mind and intelligence to understand these things so therefore we cannot 
go through this with logic and understanding no we have to surrender to the to the authoritative source of knowledge that is krishna and then we have to receive that knowledge then it will be perfect so such materialists cannot imagine that there is a transcendental body which is imperishable full of knowledge and eternally blissful in the materialistic concept the body is perishable full of ignorance and completely miserable is exact opposite now let us see the actual verse which says this brahma samhita chapter 5 verse 1 ishvara parama krishna sachidananda vigraha anadiradir govinda sarva karana karanam krishna who is known as govinda is the supreme godhead he has an eternal blissful spiritual body he is the origin of all he has no other origin and he is the prime cause of all causes see he has satchit ananda vigraha he is vigraha his form is full of eternality bliss and knowledge if you see our body it is full of ignorance it is not eternal and it is um miserable that is the nature of our body so that is what is being referred to here it is almost impossible for them to understand how the supreme can be a person and can have a body which is imperishable full of knowledge and eternally blissful so in the materialistic concept the body is perishable full of ignorance and completely miserable therefore people in general keep this same bodily idea in mind when they are informed of the personal form of the lord so that's why sometimes people when they come to us when we say god is a person they are like what can you hear that this is um, post lockdown <laughs> you guys are just honking away for, to glory so okay what to do <laughs> so so you see how the people in general keep the same bodily idea in mind when they are informed of the personal form of the lord so we just cannot they just cannot accommodate i mean it's even for us it's very hard to accommodate a body which is completely um, eternal blissful and full of knowledge so we immediately should not jump to a conclusion when you said personal form or oh, personal form like us so because people usually jump to this conclusion therefore in many scriptures even in the vedas in the upanishads he is uh, described in a impersonal way like not stressing so much about his personality the only stress that is given is that he is not like neti neti he does not have a body like us like in the in the issue upanishad classic example aneja detam manaso javiyo so he uh, does not walk and at the same time he walks faster than anyone else so how is that possible in material with a material body that's impossible to walk and not walk at the same time is impossible but he can do that how can he do that so that is spiritual body so there is hint like that that he walks and does not walk he is far and near at the same time so this is very hard to hard to understand so if a person has a body like what we have he cannot be far and near at the same time you see that is not possible it may be possible by this <laughs> live stream but i am i myself am not there in your living room so but the absolute truth can be there and he is there actually already it's just that how much are we conscious of the fact so 
therefore to have a materialistic idea we will come to a wrong understanding so therefore people in general keep the same bodily idea in mind when they are informed of the personal form of the lord for such materialistic men the form of the gigantic material manifestation is supreme so they are usually directed toward the universal form they are usually um, directed towards worshiping the universal form that's why it is said in the in the 11th chapter of the bhagavad gita he krishna showed his universal form and there it is said that the sun and the moon are his eyes so something that we can see basically something that we can see we can see the sun we can see the moon so to say that they are the eyes of the lord okay there is some at least some uh, what is that tangible thing that we can see and start our meditation on the lord you see and to give even more mercy he has come in the archa vigraha which is the deity form because we cannot really understand the lord so he has come in the deity form of the lord and he is showing himself he is showing himself <clears throat> so usually such people and of course deity means we have to accept the personality of krishna only then deity worship can be done but for those who do not want to do this so therefore they are you know uh, given chance to at least st- start meditating on the universal form first oh i am the taste of water oh i am among the you know shark i mean among the fish i am the shark among the animals i am the lion among the um, stars and the moon so in this way in different ways one is made to slowly meditate on the personal aspect in a very indirect way that's why you see in the ninth chapter we will see this distinction between the three classes of people there are many kinds of transcendentalists you see this is the topmost transcendentalist the devotee whom krishna qualified as mahatma mahatmanastu mam partha daivim prakritim ashritah bhajanti ananya manaso gyatva bhutadim avyayam o son of pritha those who are not deluded the great souls are under the protection of the divine nature they are fully engaged in devotional service because they know me as the supreme personality of godhead original and inexhaustible so these mahatmas they actually know krishna as the supreme personality of godhead and they are under the protection of a divine energy yogamaya uh, and they are fully engaged in devotional service bhajanti ananya manaso that is their symptom of the uh, transcendentalist pure devotee now what about those okay not yet so next one is also about the pure devotees satatam kirta yanto mam yatantascha dridhavrataah namasyantascha mam bhaktya nitya yukta upasate always chanting my glories endeavoring with great determination bowing down before me these great souls perpetually worship me with devotion so they chant his names they chant his glories endeavoring with great determination hmm? bowing down before me these great souls perpetually worship me with devotion so this is the um pure devotees the topmost transcendentalists so there are others what about them ज्ञानयज्ञेन चाप्यन्ये यजन्तो मामुपासते एकत्वेन पृथक्त्वेन बहुधा विश्वतो मुखम यू सी विश्वतो मुखम यू कैन सी द ट्रांसलेशन देयर इन द यूनिवर्सल फॉर्म अदर्स हु एंगेज इन सैक्रिफाइस बाय द कल्टीवेशन ऑफ नॉलेज वर्शिप द सुप्रीम लॉर्ड एज द वन विदाउट अ सेकंड एज डाइवर्स इन मेनी 
and in the universal form see that uh, so these are different different kinds of transcendentalists who are lesser than devotees so what is that one who engages jnana yajna who engage in sacrifice by the cultivation of knowledge who are trying to have this you know um, cultivation of knowledge by speculation and then worship the supreme lord as the one without a second ekatvena this is called um like advaitam you know the brahman ekatvena so the as the lord as one without a second as diverse in many prithak so they say oh god is everywhere we you know service to man is service to god this kind of this kind of um, faulty understandings you know or they think all gods are the same or everybody is god these kinds of ideas so these are faulty ideas but then finally there is another one vishvatomukham and in the universal form so these people they are lesser than the devotees uh, it is it is not a fact that um there's they say manav seva is madhav seva it is not a fact hmm? madhav seva is seva for not only manav but also the jantu or and also the devata everybody because yathataror mula nisheshanena tripyanti tatskandha bujopashakha pranopahara chayatendriyanam 4.31 dot 14 see tathaiva sarvar hanamachute jya so this verse 4.31 dot 14 it is said as pouring water on the root of a tree energizes the trunk branches twigs and everything else and as supplying food to the stomach and livens the senses and limbs of the body simply worshiping the supreme personality of godhead through devotional service automatically satisfies the demigods who are parts of that supreme personality and not only demigods everybody sarva arhanam sarva means all and not only demigods even everybody so <clears throat> that is the proper way to water a tree to water its root then automatically all the branches uh, what is that leaves flowers fruits everything will be get uh, everything will get energized but if you water a, a leaf that is not called watering the tree so similarly leave just one part of krishna's existence is humans just by serving them you're not serving krishna <coughs> and prabhupad there was one conversation where he one person came to him and said um but uh, manav seva is madhav seva what what is your thought so prabhupad said then if that is the case if manav seva is madhav seva then madhav seva is manav seva right if a is equal to b b is equal to a so if manav seva is madhav seva then madhav seva is manav seva then our process is superior because by just serving madhav we are serving all manav but for you to do madhav seva you have to serve all manav then only you can serve madhav so you have to serve how many manav are there maybe 7 billion in population 7.7 billion i don't know what is the population now all of them you serve and then you can then your service to madhav is complete whereas we are serving madhav nicely and automatically manav is being satisfied 
just by glorifying krishna sharing his message all the people who hear are glorified just by offering him food and distribution all the manav are spiritually and materially satisfied materially their stomachs are satisfied but spiritually also they are satisfied because they are eating the prasadam of krishna so in uh, without even them knowing <coughs> they are committing pious activities they are going closer to krishna so this is uh, agyata sukriti without even knowing they are committing pious activities they are committing they are engaging in devotional service without even knowing so in this way they are being introduced to the krishna consciousness so that will ultimately save them from all problems because their real problem is lack of krishna consciousness now they think their problem is oh i don't have enough money i don't have enough food or oh, i don't have a life partner or i don't have a business partner or i don't have a business or i don't have uh, i'm not enjoying my job people think these are the actual pro- actual problems of life but no these are symptoms of the real problem the real problem is we are here in this material world because we have neglected krishna and because of that we have to struggle in so many ways if we solve one problem there will be another problem if we solve that problem there will be another 10 problems so in this way it is only just increasing to go faster they thought going slow is so bad we have to go fast so for that they have to build automobiles and it is very expensive and to buy those automobiles they have to people work hard and then they have to build roads for that the infrastructure the petrol you know petrol so for that the for the petrols uh, they have to uh, drill the um, you know oceans and that is a big uh, endeavor in itself and sometimes there is you know um, oil spill and so much natural devastation happens and also after even if everything goes all right there is so much pollution in the air so to solve one problem they are creating hundreds of problems and they are trying to solve then hundreds of problems and in that process they are creating thousands of problems and then they are trying to solve thousands of problems creating millions of problems this is how materialistic civilization is going on so if we try to combat the material problem with a material solution we will end up in hundreds of more problems and just our whole civilization is just wasted uh, trying to counteract these problems only this is called struggle for existence whereas we have to address the problem at its root why are we really suffering what is the cause oh we are born in this world and once we are born everything else starts birth after birth disease old age death and between that there is tapatraya adhyatmik adhibhautik adhidaivik miseries so it just goes on and on so the thing is birth so how to stop birth not by contraception that's not that's not the solution at all that is even more sinful the thing is that we are taking birth again and again and again Uh, contraception means what the soul which was supposed to come okay it is not coming now he will go to another body somewhere else to find shelter it is not that we are stopping no he is going to take birth anyway no but the thing is now we are going to uh, what is that punarapi jananam punarapi maranam punarapi janani jathare shayanam iha samsare bahudustare kripaya pare pahi murare so the um, chankracharya is saying this that just like we are and also bhagavad gita also says jatasya hi dhruvo mrityur dhruvam janma mritasya cha so as we take birth death is certain so similarly for the person who died birth is certain it is just a natural consequence is a natural sequence sorry so now we have to stop that after this 
now that this body has taken birth it has to die but after this death we should not take birth again then automatically every other problem is solved for example it is like this suppose in my dream if i am sleeping and i am having i'm having so many problems in my dream somebody is attacking or maybe i'm hungry and then at the same time you know i mean so many things are happening just imagine so how to solve all these problems in the dream the best way is to wake up is to wake up and that's what we should do we should wake up spiritually we are in this dreaming slumber state where we are dreaming all this way what we are experiencing in this world is a dream yeah. we have to wake up that is the real solution for the whole thing suppose somebody is um, shouting oh tiger 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 is attacking me tiger is attacking me you know in the dream if he shouts then the person who is the friend you know sitting beside him oh, what what tiger tiger is attacking me save me save me then what he does he tries to go into the dream and fight the tiger no he just you know pushes me hey, wake up wake up what are you doing then he wakes up and oh oh okay there's no tiger so that's what is real help the problem the root of the problem is that he is hallucinating it is not the tiger is not the problem and nothing is the problem his hallucination is the problem so similarly our hallucination we are thinking that this is reality and trying to solve this by various other so called solutions no it will not help our modern civilization is built like this but it will not help so we have to water the root of the tree and that is krishna we have forgotten krishna and therefore we have started this hallucinating life um that is why it is said uh, what is that um pisachi paile jena mati chhan na hoy maya grasta jivar hoy she bhava udhay so a, a person who is ghostly haunted he will speak in deliriously he will speak nonsense complete rubbish but the problem is he is ghostly haunted we cannot say oh how you can talk like this how you can say like this no 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 point the main thing is he has to be removed from the ghostly hauntedness so that thing has to be removed so similarly the problem here is we are we have forgotten krishna jeevar swarup hoy krishner nityadas that's our original position that we are servant of krishna but now we have forgotten that and therefore we are facing this hallucination we are in this illusion maya maya means illusion so therefore when we, when person is ghostly haunted then there is fear then there is attachment then there is anger hmm? okay let's go to the back to the verse okay so therefore people in general okay this we have read for consequently they consider the supreme to be impersonal see for such materialistic men the form of the gigantic manif- material manifestation is supreme consequently they consider the supreme to be impersonal because universal form or oh, sun is the eye moon is the eye that means it's not a person like what we know a person is a two eyes are just beside each other why one eye is there one eye is here huh? so it's not like a mm, structure you know so they think okay it is okay in this way it is described okay actually it is impersonal just trying to make a personality out of the impersonal you know that kind of understanding they have 
so they can't meditate on a beautiful form because the gigantic material form is not actually beautiful uh, you know this you know like the mountains are the bones you know is explained like that you know the universal form of the lord so how how to even imagine as a one person that sun is the eye moon is the eye and, and the mountains are persons clouds are the hair and the tree um, hair on the head and then trees are the hair on the body of the you know um universal form in this way how to even imagine a person with that explanation it's very hard and actually that's why it is said many places it is an imagination so just to but actually the point there why it is suggested then it is to forcefully bring the per, the mind of a person who is whose tendency is towards impersonalism to forcibly bring his mind to personal aspect and then finally get to the point where the actual form of the lord is described but that whole thing that whole journey that difficult journey is completely solved by deity the archa murti archa vigraha that's why the deity form is such a merciful manifestation of the lord that without having to go through all these difficult meditations just by looking at the deity oh immediately beautiful and one is automatically attached to the personal form of the lord see so um reading on and because they are two materially one second where are we yeah and because they are two materially absorbed the conception of retaining the personality after liberation from matter frightens them see this is important uh, the the thought of retaining personality after liberation of from matter frightens them so this is bhaya why there is bhaya because they think oh being a person is already so miserable in this world and if i am after liberation also i am still a person oh wow i have to again uh, oh i mean undergo all these tribulations no 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 that, that's not good so they become you know frightened so they prefer that okay we all are finished and then we become one and then that's why they say rest in peace one thing we have to understand that there is absolutely no rest for the soul it is not that you know the soul is resting under 6 feet under the ground no there's no such thing the soul never rests because the soul is active we are active a dead matter just yes, he, he he will be resting a stone will rest in peace or in pieces but it will rest that is because it is a stone how are we to rest in fact the only point at which the body actually rests is when it so called dead even we are sleeping the body is moving and in our dreams we are moving in our subtle body the very nature of the soul is to be active how can we become dead no there's no such thing as rest in peace it it is a complete uh, nonsense idea the soul goes to the next part of the next phase of the journey and is busily going and is moving here and there ei brahmand bhramite you know he is moving so finally when this whole material life is finished and then they want to oh okay let me just rest because too much movement as a person and you know, i have been moving in this world you know for so many years for so many lifetimes 
Let me just finish all this and rest in peace. Even in spiritual life, there is full of movement. The spiritual life is fully active. In fact, if we are active while we are diseased in diseased condition, suppose any doctor will know this, anybody, I mean, with common sense will know this, that if a person has fever, he can still walk, he can still eat, but he cannot eat as he is when he is healthy. And he cannot walk and jump, of course, he can't jump, he can't run and all. He can walk slowly, you know, he will have body pains and all that. So, even in fever condition, feverish condition, he can still move. Now, after being cured from the fever, does he stop moving? No more moving. That's it, bedridden. Is that called cured? No, that is even, the condition is, he has to be sent to ICU. <laughs> That's not cured. That means he is he's in, he's in a critical condition. I see you. Either you die you know, or, or we see each other in next next life or I'll see you back from the hospital at home. I, I don't know what that ICU means. Intensive critical unit. So, if he has stopped breathing immediately, oh, big emergency, right? So, how can we say that by, by curing ourselves of this material disease, we become, we become completely, you know, inanimate. Still, that is foolishness. So that means, if even in feverish condition he can move here and there a little bit, that means in healthy condition, how much more he should be moving? He should be jumping, he should be, you know, um, traveling, he should be everything, right? So, similarly, we should understand that even in the material life, if we are moving so much, that means in spiritual life, we, should, we will be moving far more. Just like, for example, Narad Muni. Narad Muni is going, the whole universe is traveling. He's preaching. Holy, no complete freedom, no restrictions. He doesn't need visa and doesn't need passport. Nothing. Planet to planet, country to country, anywhere he can go. So that is freedom. That is real uh, spiritual activity. It means there's no restriction. Now we are restricted. This is our problem. When we want to reform something, we want to kill it. Like for example, caste system. Oh, it was, you know, people were discriminating based on caste. Okay, abolish the caste system. That's not the solution. If caste system is the problem, why was it mentioned in the Vedas? Or they think, oh, Vedas are all old, old school, you know, this is, this is you know, primitive times, you know, now modern, we have to all, all be equal. No, it's rubbish. It's a completely scientific system, caste system. But it is not based on Janma. That was the problem. It was misused. It was abused. But that doesn't mean it cannot be properly used. And actually, Gunakarma Vibhagasha, that Chaturvarnyam Maya Srishtam Gunakarma Vibhagasha, Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita here. You see? According to the three modes of material nature and the work ascribed to, associated with them, the four divisions of human society are created by me. So when Krishna created, how can there be fault in that? So to see fault is wrong. So, but if somebody is misusing that, that means something is wrong. Something is being wrongly interpreted. So that interpretation has to be taken out and presented as it is. Uh, then it it'll make sense. So when something is misrepresented, it is not that that thing is false. It is misrepresented. There is a truthful way to represent it, and that is what should be done. The problem with us is 
especially in this material world we want to when we want to talking about reform or oh, we should we should abolish all this you know oh this this um, uh, caste system you know we should abolish and also what is the other one yeah deity worship oh because idol worship okay, okay. remove remove the whole deity worship idol worship they want to just remove everything it's like Prabhupada said if the eye has a cataract oh you have an eye problem okay I have a solution where you have will have no more eye problems I'll take out your eye where is the problem where is the no more problem you will never have eye problem because you will never have an eye so what kind of doctor is that is that called curing the problem oh you have eye problem take out the eye no that cataract has to be removed so similarly when there is a problem that means something is not being followed in the right way so that has to be restored to its uh, correct uh, representation but if we say that oh this is a problem take it out that is not going to solve anything in fact it is going to create even more problems huh? <clears throat> because we're going against the Lord so basically this impersonal understanding is also like that oh activity this world is full of activity but it's full of problems you know so, so many problems in this world and that means okay let me let us solve all this and finish all activity finish because i i cannot eat properly when i am eating i mean when i have when i having fever it doesn't mean that okay, okay stop eating eating is a problem it is troublesome eating is troublesome no eating is not troublesome my eating in this condition feverish condition is troublesome that fever has to be removed and eating will be pleasurable like that walking is troublesome yeah with, when the fever is gone walking will be jumping will be pleasurable you know so the, the problem is not i mean the solution is not to stop it but to rectify it that's what we should do <clears throat> the impersonal philosophy is complete rubbish because they're they're in this stopping everything they're making the rest in peace what what, what rest in peace huh? so here Consequently, they consider the Supreme to be impersonal. And because they are too materially absorbed, the conception of retaining the personality after liberation from matter frightens them. Like, <laughs> it's like, oh, <laughs> it's like a, f- a man with fever thinking, <gasps> even after getting healthy, I have to still eat. <gasps> better I don't get healthy. Better I commit suicide. Huh? Then there is no more eating, no more, f- no more uh, suffering of eating. This is the this is the reason why people commit suicide. Recently, some some uh, Bollywood actor committed suicide. They think again the same the same nonsense again. They face a problem. I I don't know whether it was. I I actually did not see the news, but some love story failure or whatever it was. <laughs> so they have a problem. To solve the problem, oh, they think that I am having problem because I am um, living. So if I kill myself, no more problem. But then you will also not be there. This is what they think. But actually their problem increases when they do that because after suicide the person gets a ghostly body and he will live on for not only the length of time that he was supposed to live but even longer and he has created for himself a situation far worse than he was already in if I have a fever because it is 108 degrees Fahrenheit or maybe 40 degrees Celsius oh temperature is a problem just finish make it zero that means what dead that's dead it has to be brought back to its original state which is like 37.6 something like that so that is the proper temperature 
So just because the temperature, oh, temperature is bad, whole temperature take out, zero degree Celsius. What is that? Dead? Oh, he's breathing. Take out the breathing. Dead. So this is not solution at all. So this is called. This is based on fear, fear, and how why fear actually happens. You see. Fear, fear happens, it is explained in the Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 11, Chapter 2, Verse 37. See? Bhayam dvitiya bhiniveshata syat, ishada petasya viparya yosmritihi, tanmaya yato buddha abhajetam, bhaktya ekayesham gurudeva tatma. Fear arises when a living entity misidentifies himself as the material body this is when fear arises <clears throat> because of absorption in the external illusory energy of the lord when the living entity thus turns away from the supreme lord he also forgets his own constitutional position as a servant of the lord this bewildering fearful condition is affected by the potency for illusion called maya Therefore, an intelligent person should engage unflinchingly in the unloyed devotional service of the Lord under the guidance of a bona fide spiritual master, whom he should accept as his worshipable deity and as his very life and soul. See? Fear arises when we turn away from Krishna. Just like, you know, when we are a small child, the child is fearless because... He doesn't have to think about maintaining himself. He doesn't have to worry much if he has able parents. Um, but the fear starts when one starts to stand on his own legs, on feet. So that's when the fear starts because now we have to take responsibility for everything that we do. So a devotee always depends on the Lord. Of course, he maturely also serves the Lord, but for his own maintenance, he depends on the Lord. And therefore, he is completely fearless. But when we turn away from him, now we have to fend for ourselves. We have uh, went against, we have gone against the protection of the Lord. Of course, still the Lord protects. Because we can't really exist. We can't exist at all without the protection of the Lord. If he does not give us air, if he does not give us water, if he does not give us grains, we can't even eat. We can't even live. So, still he is protecting, but the thing is, we forgot that he is protecting. So, he will protect anyway. But one who knows that he, he will be protected by the Lord, uh, he is without fear. But when one is not aware of it, uh, then he is in fear. So, according to Srila Sridhar Swami, the objection may be raised that since fear is the is caused by ignorance it can be dispelled by knowledge and there is no need of need to worship the supreme lord the living entity falsely identifies with his material body family society and so on and he, and he simply has to give up this false identification then what will maya be able to do in reply to this argument Srila Sridhar swami has quoted the following verse from bhagavad gita this divine energy of mind consisting of the three modes of material nature is difficult to overcome but those who have surrendered unto me can easily cross beyond it. The living entity called Jivatattva is one of the potencies of the Supreme Lord, but the constitutional position of the living entity is Tatastha or marginal. 
being minute every living entity is eternally dependent on upon the supreme living entity krishna this is confirmed in the vedic literature as follows nityo nityo nityanam chetanas chetananam eko bahunam yo vidadhati kaman among all the eternally conscious beings there is one supreme eternal living being who is supplying the needs of all other innumerable others katha upanishad 2.1.12 krishna das kaviraj has stated ekale ishwar krishna arsabhritya krishna is the only independent controller all other living entities depend upon him so when we forget this fact you see here shila bhaktisiddhan saraswati thakur comments that when the living entity develops a spirit of independence he is forced to come to the material world where he enters into various species of various types of petty and undesirable behavior that create a fearful situation for him the bahiranga shakti the illusory potency of the supreme lord covers all trace of the chit shakti and imposes one material body after another upon the living entity for his gross sinful enjoyment so this is how um we are put into fear because of giving up on krishna all other fear if you have fear of your future fear of uh, in the night or something, all this is coming from that one the, the original fear that we have to fend for ourselves or so we think because actually we can't fend for ourselves the lord has to give us everything but of course we have to still work hard but that is how we are in this material world therefore fear is one of the chief driving forces why people go to work because it's a fear because if they don't get money they will starve that's the fear so fear is pushing everybody in this world attachment is another real big push because of attachment to family members one works hard day and night trying to appease them trying to make them happy and create a so called future for them because of attachment because of fear so these two things are playing a huge role in pushing us in this material world it's a struggle for existence and our we have so many sense gratifications plans for sense gratification and they were they are repeatedly frustrated because we can't really enjoy the, our senses to the max all the time every time our struggle is you know always coming in the way of our sense gratification and even the sense gratification even if we try to have we can't have it for eternity after some time it is finished and that brings frustration after trying so much in life for example like in a family <clears throat> the man tries so hard to you know maintain his family but at the end the family members neglect him when he's old and you know it's frustrating frustrating and everything it ends like that like gandhi for example he wanted to be the father of the he's called even now father of the nation father of india but his plans were frustrated he was shot dead he fought for the country so much and his own men shot him dead so this is the way material service is and is always going to be like that it's going to be frustrating and that will bring anger so this is why there is raga bhaya krodha so okay now Prabhupada explains in a, in an even higher sense you see this and because they are too materially absorbed the conception of retaining the personality after liberation from matter frightens them when they are informed that spiritual life is also individual and personal they become afraid of becoming persons again and so they naturally prefer a kind of merging into the impersonal void generally they compare the living entities to the bubbles of the ocean which merge into the ocean 
that is the highest perfection of spiritual existence attainable without individual personality so without individual personality the highest attainment can be had that can be had is merging into the absolute into the brahma jyoti but that is not the highest only with the negation of the conception of individuality that appears to be the highest because they don't have information of the higher devotional service they don't have they don't have information of paramatma or bhagwan therefore they think brahman is the highest <clears throat> that is the highest perfection of spiritual existence attainable without individual personality this is a kind of fearful stage of life devoid of perfect knowledge of spiritual existence so you see when there is no knowledge like for example in the darkness why we feel fear why do we feel fear because we do not know what is around us so because we don't have knowledge of what is around us that ignorance brings us fear so there are three things that happen when there is no sun there is um it becomes cold becomes dark and becomes scary these three things so <clears throat> there is these three things happen so shoka moha bhaya happens when we go away from the lord so like that here also this is a kind of fearful stage of life devoid of perfect knowledge of spiritual existence furthermore there is there are many persons who cannot understand spiritual existence at all they cannot understand being embarrassed by so many theories and by contradictions of various types of philosophical speculation they become disgusted or angry and foolishly conclude that there is no supreme cause and that everything is ultimately void these are we see many many people like this today in in kaliyuga so many they have been embarrassed by so many theories and contradictions of various types of philosophical speculation they become disgusted or angry so they oh this person is saying like this this person ah uh, you know what nothing is true or oh, is this is nothing supreme so this is out of anger out of their own frustration because they cannot come to a conclusion they don't have an answer actually but they just deny everything and say that everything was ultimately void such people are in a diseased condition of life they are not in the same condition of they are diseased you know some people are too materially attached and therefore do not give attention to spiritual life some of them want to merge into the supreme spiritual cause and some of them disbelieve in everything being an- angry at all sorts of spiritual speculation out of hopelessness so these are raga bhaya krodha what is that raga some people are too materially attached raga and therefore do not give attention to spiritual life some of them want to merge into the supreme spiritual cause because for them retaining a personality after you know given their experience of material personalities that they have been and with experience with other material personalities to maintain a personality after liberation is again you know oh no 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 so they are into this so they are out of fear so the impersonalists are acting on the platform of fear and some of them disbelieve in everything being angry at all sorts of spiritual speculation out of hopelessness this is krodha raga bhaya krodha this last 
class of men take to the shelter of some kind of intoxication and their effective hallucinations are sometimes accepted as spiritual vision so like the hippies or even normal people they get intoxicated because they're frustrated why does anybody need intoxication if he's happy he's frustrated with his life that's why he's having having intoxication otherwise he can't he just can't continue with his life like that he just wants to forget his 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 troubles for a while they get intoxicated but that is out of frustration out of anger the although it may not be like anger you know his face is not like but that is what is fueling he is hopeless that's why a spiritualist who is full in krishna consciousness why does he need to take an intoxication he does not need because he is always happy why do people want all this entertainment why do, first of all why do they even want a weekend where they where they are away from work because they just can't put up with it every single day they just can't put up whereas devotees we don't want a weekend in fact weekday or weekend is same or even sometimes weekend is even more busier than a weekday because in weekends people come more to the temple so weekdays are busy and weekends are busier so that's what we want to be as devotees we don't want a holiday why do we want holiday from happiness people want a holiday because they are suffering they want to enjoy are at least some you know 14 days leave in a year you know <laughs> they get out from this work for a while so they want or a sabbatical you know take a holiday take a holiday once a year or once in two years or something like that devotees don't need a holiday they're always happy engaged in krishna consciousness in fact no pay we don't have a pay here we don't have a salary but still we work more than uh, so called karmis in the in the, in the, in the offices our st- our day starts at 4 am so for some even before that and then ends at what you know 10 11 12 sometimes yes sometimes there is some afternoon nap but other than other than that fully you know devotional service so who who actually if 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 the body doesn't need sleep the devotees don't even need sleep they don't want sleep but because the body cannot be maintained otherwise they have to sleep prabhupada always before he started to sleep he would say oh now i'm going to waste my time and then he will pull the rug over him and sleep i'm going to waste my time <laughs> sleeping is a waste of time for the devotee so like that like prabhupada when he conducted the whole worldwide mission he did not have any pay not even a not even a single cent he took hmm. so that is the that is the uh, effect of a person who is actually happy and that is only possible with krishna consciousness no other life can can give that uninterrupted happiness hmm. so this last class of men take to the shelter of some kind of intoxication i mean when we, when we say intoxication it can mean anything it, not only cigarette and alcohol and drugs or tea and caf- uh, coffee but anything i mean we are already intoxicated with the bodily concept of life to just increase that feverish condition that is intoxication even it is mental intoxication just um watching some entertainment or you know watching something or reading about novels you know this is all intoxication just increasing the intoxication of the materialistic concept of life what is intoxication intoxication means you have forgotten yourself 
when we forget ourselves then we are intoxicated we are we are that means we don't behave as we should when we are sober that is intoxicated so everybody in this world is intoxicated with the bodily concept of life because they are not sober dhiras tatra na muhyati dhira means one who is sober he is not he he is not affected by all these seasonal changes or circumstantial changes that happen but people they are they are moved by these things that means they are in an intoxicated condition they are not talking as they should they are not doing as they should everybody is a madman here so everybody is intoxicated here hmm uh, what is that we have already quoted pisachi paile jena mati channa hoy mati channa that means our mind is clouded that's what happens when one is haunted ghostly ghostly haunted or when one is intoxicated also same thing his mati channa his 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 brain doesn't work as it should so in this world everybody is already intoxicated and they behaving deliriously and taking to some some shelter of some kind of intoxication means it can be anything any material activity just to meant to forget even a holiday a sabbatical a material sabbatical of course if you go on a pilgrimage if you come to the devotees and serve that is a different holiday that's actually proper um, holiday that's why in before this 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 traveling and this um, uh, what is that um, tourist business is not there tourism is is not the real deal at all people used to travel to holy places from you know, if they at all travel they travel to holy places and it used to be a pilgrimage but that because of atheism has been replaced by tourism so and when they go there to the holy places they are supposed to they are supposed to um associate with sadhus and learn about spiritual life the whole point of taking a sabbatical or a holiday from materialistic life is so that enough of this let's take a holiday let's go to some pilgrimage let's become spiritually inclined more let's take a break from material life and engage in spiritual life but now now the holiday means give up this this hard work of material life and try to enjoy again material life that is their idea of they just accepting another form of another uh, form of material life for which they have to struggle again the money you know required for travel everything they have to get it because they work harder in the office so that they can get some bonus or they'll get leave uh, approval and all that and then they have to go and you know traveling is all hard when they go and then enjoy for a while but then it is not going to last one is always reminded again of the problems back at home and again you know he has to come back so it is just a hallucination all this everything else other than krishna consciousness is intoxication one has to get rid of all three stages of attachment to the material world what are they negligence of spiritual life fear of a spiritual personal identity and conception of void that arises from frustration in life one has to get rid of these three stages and everything else every other form of attachment um uh fear and anger is a sub or a subset of this description of attachment fear and anger to get free from these three stages of the material concept of life one has to take complete shelter of the lord that's the only way 
बिकॉज मेवे प्रपद्यंते माया मितांतरते अदरवाइज दैवी गुणमयी मम माया दुरत्य इट इज इंपॉसिबल टू क्रॉस ओवर दिस 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 फियर एंड फ्रस्ट्रेशन एंड एवरीथिंग इट्स इंपॉसिबल टू क्रॉस दिस ओनली वन हैज टू टेक कंप्लीट शेल्टर ऑफ द लॉर्ड गाइडेड बाय द बोनोफाइड स्पिरिचुअल मास्टर and follow the disciplines and regulative principles of devotional life the last stage of devotional life is called bhava or transcendental love of godhead according to bhakti rasamrita sindhu 1.4.15 and 16 the science of devotional service is described as follows aado shraddha tatah sadhu sango atha bhajana kriya tato nartha nivritti syat tato nishtha ruchis tatah अथसक्तिस्तो भावस्तुदंचती साधका प्रादुर्भाव भवे क्रम इन द बिगिनिंग वन मस्ट हैव अ प्रिलिमिनरी डिजायर फॉर सेल्फ रियलाइजेशन दिस विल ब्रिंग वन टू द स्टेज ऑफ ट्राइंग टू एसोसिएट विथ पर्सनस हु आर स्पिरिचुअली एलिवेटेड फर्स्ट प्रिलिमिनरी डिजायर आदो श्रद्धा देन साधु संग दट मीन्स Uh, associate with persons who are spiritually elevated then in the next stage one becomes initiated by an elevated spiritual master and under his guidance uh, under his instruction sorry the neophyte devotee begins the process of devotional service by execution of devotional service under the guidance of the, of the spiritual master one becomes free from all material attachment attains steadiness in self realization and acquires a taste for hearing about the absolute personality of godhead we are going through the chronological order of advancement huh? acquires a taste for hearing about the absolute personality of god his sri krishna this taste leads one further toward forward to attachment for krishna consciousness which is matured in bhava or the preliminary stage of transcendental love of god real love for god is called prema the highest perfectional stage of life in the prema stage there is constant engagement in the transcendental loving service of the lord so by the slow process of devotional service under the guidance of the bonafide spiritual master one can attain the highest stage being free from all material attachment from the fearfulness of one's individual spiritual personality and from the frustrations that result in void philosophy then one can ultimately attain to the abode of the supreme lord so vitaraga bhaya krodha so vita means freed from so to be freed from these three things means we have to take manmaya mamupashrita we have to take shelter of krishna through his authorized representative then yes we can go through or pass through we can come above all these things this this attachments and bahavo gyana tapasa ha huh? many many persons in the past became purified by knowledge of me and by austerities thus they attained transcendental love for me so this is how we have to take so that's why material life is actually pavarga pavarga means pa pha ba bha ma that is called pavarga varga means the category so pa means pa stands for parishram pha stands parishram means hard labor in this material world we have to labor very hard and pha means phena phena means um foaming in the mouth so hard working so hard that we are foaming in the mouth and some some people are exhausted you know here in singapore at least 12 hours they work a day 
and traveling back and forth exhausted they don't have any time for anything else some of the devotees even they they also say that you know work is so hard here and we just managed to scrape through 16 rounds and you know somehow we are able to finish it's very difficult you know mm. so that is that is the kind of work one has to do in this material world, especially in this kali yuga for a little bit but work so hard whereas those who had a land their own land they used to work hard yes but the amount that they get the returns is way more than what people get here basically what we need we just need food to eat clothing to wear and some shelter to stay in that's it other than that everything else is a is a extravagance extravagance so that is pena pa 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 ba ba means vyartha means frustration anger and bha bha means bhaya bhaya means fear and ma means marana mrityu death so this is material life therefore spiritual life is called apavarga apavarga vartmani mm. means opposite to these things no um, not hard work of course <laughs> the goswami is they slept only 2 hours but it is not hard work. hard work work feels hard when we don't really like it when we like it that work is not hard that is enjoyment right it's hard when it is it is not enjoyable when it is enjoyable it's not hard so for the um, everyone has to spend 24 hours a day either way so how are we doing that that that's what matters so if we are dragging our feet and that is hard that is hard but if one is enjoying himself that is that is not hard work of course there is always exertion there is there but with pleasure there is a labor of love like a mother she has to care so much for the child that is hard work but because of the love for the child she she actually enjoys it hmm. so like that a devotee will work very hard for the lord but he actually enjoys such work and actually there is one nice verse in the shrimad bhagavatam 8th canto 5th chapter i think 47 या क्लेशभूरी अल्पसाराणी कर्मा विफला विफला वेहिना विषयाता नथवाई कर्मीज आर ऑलवेज एंक्शियस टू एक्यूमुलेट वेल्थ फॉर देयर सेंस ग्रैटिफिकेशन बट फॉर दैट पर्पज दे मस्ट वर्क वेरी हार्ड येट इवन दो दे वर्क हार्ड द रिजल्ट आर नॉट सैटिस्फाइंग indeed sometimes their work results only in frustration but devotees who have dedicated their lives to the service of the lord can achieve substantial results without working very hard these results exceed the devotee's expectations see this is how it is explained so actually i was seeing actually one verse one second yeah 7 13 34 Okay these are some of the um, symptoms of material life 
सेवन डॉट थर्टीन डॉट थर्टी फोर ऑफ श्रीमद भागवतम शोक मोह भय क्रोध राग क्लाइब्य श्रमादय यन्मूलाहस्युर्नृणाम जह्यात स्पृहां प्राणार्थयोर्बुध दोज इन ह्यूमन सोसाइटी हु आर इंटेलिजेंट शुड गिव अप द ओरिजिनल कॉज ऑफ लैमेंटेशन इल्यूजन फियर एंगर अटैचमेंट पॉवर्टी एंड अननेसेसरी लेबर the original cause of all of these is the desire for unnecessary prestige and money now you know where the root is that's why what did chaitanya mahaprabhu say na dhanam na janam na sundarim kavitam va jagadish kamaye i don't want wealth i don't want prestige i don't want women this then what do you want ha huh? mama janmani janmanishwari i don't even want the spiritual world uh, if you think that i be here i should be here in the material world so be it whatever is your desire but please one thing i ask that please um, what is that mama janmani janmanishwari bhavatad bhaktir ahaituki tvai give me unmotivated devotional service unto you and i think prabhu was uh showing one nice verse we will go there and come back here the i want to read this purport of this verse because this is very important but we will go to this verse prabhu actually shared this today sundagopal prabhu it was nice actually 6949 i think or 48 hmm this you see this 6.9.48 of shrimad bhagavatam किं दुरापम मयि प्रीते तथापि विबुधर्षभा मये कांतमतिर्नान्यन मत्तो वांछति तत्ववित होदेस तत्ववित ओ बेस्ट ऑफ द इंटेलिजेंट डेमीगॉड्स ऑल्दो इट इज ट्रू दैट नथिंग इज डिफिकल्ट फॉर वन टू ऑब्टेन व्हेन आई एम प्लीज्ड विद हिम यू सी ऑल्दो इट इज ट्रू दैट नथिंग इज डिफिकल्ट फॉर वन टू ऑब्टेन व्हेन आई एम प्लीज्ड विद हिम अ प्योर डिवोटी whose mind is exclusively fixed upon me does not ask me for anything but the opportunity to engage in devotional service therefore chaitanya mahaprabhu also taught us this mama janmani janmanishwari bhavatad bhakti rahetu kitvai i am not even asking that i want to go back to the spiritual world just give me your service that's all i want i want to be your servant there is a verse third canto 29 chapter verse 13 सालोक्यसाष्टिसाप्यसारूप्यक्यत दीयम न गृहणी विनामत्सेवनम जना अ प्योर डिवोटी डज नॉट एक्सेप्ट एनी काइंड ऑफ लिबरेशन सालोक्य साष्टि सामीप्य सारूप्य और एकत्व इवन दो दे आर ऑफर्ड बाय द सुप्रीम पर्सनैलिटी ऑफ गॉड हेड वॉट आर दिस वॉट इज दिस काइंड ऑफ लिबरेशन सालोक्य साष्टि सालोक्य मीन्स टू हैव टू बी ऑन द सेम प्लानट एज द लॉर्ड ऑन द वाइकुंठ प्लानट साष्टि मीन्स टू हैव द सेम ऑपुलेंस ऑफ द लॉर्ड Samipya means to be a close associate of the Lord, intimate associate, and Sarupya means to have the same bodily features as the Lord in the spiritual world. Like Vishnu Dutas, you know, when Ajamil saw the Vishnu Dutas, they look like Vishnu, you know, just like Vishnu. Same bodily color, four-handed, beautiful features, you know, exceptional opulence. So that is Sarupya. Uh, or Ekatva, to merge into the Ekatva means no individuality, one becoming one with the Lord, merging into His effulgence. 
So a pure devotee does not accept any kind of liberation, even though they are offered by the supreme personality of Godhead. So this is because he only wants to serve the Lord. That's all he wants. I think that is that is okay. So going back there. Okay, you see this. Those in human society who are intelligent should give up the original cause of lamentation, illusion, fear, anger, attachment, poverty, and unnecessary labor. The original cause of all of these is the desire for unnecessary prestige and money. So this is 7.13.34 of Srimad Bhagavatam. Now, purport. Here is the difference between Vedic civilization and the modern demoniac civilization. Vedic civilization concerned itself with how to achieve self-realization. And for this purpose, one, one, one was recommended to have a small income to maintain body and soul together. The soul was divided into, sorry, the society was divided into Brahmanas, Kshatriyas, Vaishyas and Shudras. And the members of this society would limit their endeavours to meeting their minimum demands. See that? This is spiritual life, spiritual or Vedic civilization. People are graded according to their financial capacities today. And person is first class, he will get a first class airplane seat if he can pay the money. Money rules. Whereas, the real proper way should be that the devotees should be given the first class seat. Because they are the first class people in the society, actually. The Brahmanas, they are the first class. And of course, <laughs> they can't demand these things. But it should be understood for, I mean, by the people in general that this is the first class. The devotee does not demand. He, he is so humble. Just like Prabhupada. Forget about aeroplane, first class, third class. He went on a ship. He went on a ship to America, halfway across the globe, to preach Krishna consciousness. He was undertaking the most um, purifying mission, the most important mission in the entire world, alone. And he went on a ship. And that too, not a passenger cruise ship having fun time. No, on a freighter freighter and he suffered two heart attacks and mind you he was 70 70 years old and he went like that so a devotee is so humble that he will take all risks and all troubles knowing well that people won't recognize anything you know he's and his that's why Prabhupada many times said preaching is a thankless task nobody will thank you for it but still you have to preach that is preacher because when he says something people get angry oh how you can say like this you know is this a thankless task? Because sadhu's words are to cut the material attachment. And sometimes it is hard for the person who is actually in Raga. You know, today is Vita, Raga, Bhaya, Krodha. Those who are in Raga, Bhaya and Krodha, they just can't give up the idea of materialistic life. For them, that is enjoyment. Especially for those who are in Raga platform. If you say no meat eating, no illicit sex, no <laughs> gambling and intoxication, Prabhupada said, when I came to Boston Harbor, I was thinking, how these people will even take to this process? And the moment I say no mediating, no illicit sex, no gambling, no intoxication, they will ask me to go back home. How am I going to even preach here? So then he prayed to the Lord, please make the power of my words suitable for their understanding. So, humbly he was praying. So a devotee, of course, will take the humble path. But it is the duty 
of the rest of the population to serve the devotee because he is the first class person in fact such a person it is described we can never really serve him properly we can never really serve him Four dot twenty-two dot forty-seven. I always search for this word. We know the patram, because that means a joker. So, I think I did a small TikTok video on this verse. Yairi drishi bhagavato gati ratma vada ekanta to nigamibhi pratipadita na tushyant vada brakaruna hasvakrte na nityam kona matat pratikaroti vinoda patram. Prithu Maharaj continued, How can such persons who have rendered unlimited service by explaining the path of self-realization in relation to the Supreme Personality of Godhead and whose explanations are given for our enlightenment with complete conviction and Vedic evidence be repaid except by folded palms containing water for their satisfaction? Such great personalities can be satisfied only by their own activities which are distributed amongst human society out of their unlimited mercy. So... and in in the in the below here the word vinoda patram can be divided into two words vina and udapatram which means as it is explained in the in today's i mean this verse vina means without udapatram means offering of water in cupped hands so what other what can we offer to a person who is explaining this whole self realization path other than with just simple water what else can we do actually he cannot be really repaid we just have to have gratitude and we have to do everything in order to serve him and another explanation is so the vinoda patram can be divided into two words vina and udapatram or can be understood as one word vinoda patram which means joker vinoda means enjoyment patram means a, a person who who brings enjoyment brings laughter like that like bhakti vinod bhakti vinod thakur bhakti vinod means one who is you know enjoying the path of devotion bhakti vinod one who is blissful in the path of devotion to krishna so that is bliss so that happiness so jokers comedians they they make people laugh they lighten the the the, the place around them so vinod patram means a joker or a comedian a joker's activity is simply arouse laughter and a person who tries to repay the spiritual master or teacher of the transcendental message of krishna becomes a laughing stock just as just like a joker because it is not possible to repay such a debt the best friend and benefactor of all people is one who awakens humanity to its original krishna consciousness so prabhupad was taking this humongous task right against the grain against the current of kaliyuga boldly going again against the whole world view and, and the whole path of this material world and he went on a freighter you know that's complete insult to prabhupad in fact <laughs> the 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 steamship company owner um, sumati murarji he was begging from her a place in the ship a free passage on the ship she gave him after much um you know um, requests of so much requests for, by prabhupad finally she relented and gave actually she should have just given a flight ticket for him to go there that's what i feel whatever happened has happened 
I mean, of course, the 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 ship journey showed another huge pastime of Sri Prabhupada. So it's it's Krishna's, you know, um, greatness that you know he that Krishna say gave and came and massaged his heart, and you know all the ten incarnations were protecting the ship, and those things, you know, were revealed because of the ship journey. But otherwise, the best way to serve a person like Prabhupada is to give him the flight ticket and make sure that he's taken care of. If she's the if she is the um, you know owner of the entire steamship company she must be having loads of money and she should have just bought a plane ticket and get him there and taken care of him okay get him to that person wherever he was supposed to go that agarwal's house so that's what i felt i mean <laughs> this is my this is me but of course whatever has happened has happened and those difficult things i mean the the probable faced on the ship that just even more amplified the greatness of prabhupad so we cannot really repay so the first class person is one who preaches one who is a devotee brahmana qualified brahmana so but that is not the uh, what is that criterion for modern civilization first class means one who has money one who has prestige these two people are treated as the persons who are um, important people in this world one who has prestige one who has money vedic civilization concerned itself with how to achieve self realization and for this purpose one was recommended to have a small income to maintain body and soul together the society was divided into brahmanas kshatriyas vaishyas and shudras and the members of this society would limit their endeavors to meeting their minimum demands kamasya nendriya prite labho jiveta yavata जीवस्य तत्व जिज्ञासा नार्थो यश्चेह कर्म भी वन डॉट टू डॉट टेन ऑफ श्रीमद भागवतम लाइफ डिजायर शुड नेवर बी डायरेक्टेड टूवर्ड सेंस ग्रेटिफिकेशन वन शुड डिजायर ओनली अ हेल्दी लाइफ और सेल्फ प्रेजर्वेशन सिंस अ ह्यूमन बींग इज मैन फॉर इंक्वायरी अबाउट द एब्सुलट ट्रूथ नथिंग एल्स शुड बी द गोल ऑफ वन वर्क डिजायर ओनली अ हेल्दी लाइफ the brahmanas in particular would have no material desires because the kshatriyas had to rule the people it was necessary for them to have money and prestige but the vaishyas were satisfied with agricultural produce and milk from the cow and if by chance they were there were excess trade was allowed the shudras were also happy for they would get food and shelter from the three higher classes that shudra in the demonic civilization of the present day however there is no question of brahmanas or kshatriyas there are only so called workers and a flourishing mercantile class who have no goal in life according to vedic civilization the ultimate perfection of life is to take sanyas but at the present moment people do not know why sanyas is accepted because of misunderstanding they think that one accepts sanyas to escape social responsibilities but one does not accept sanyas to escape from responsibility to society in fact he becomes more responsible towards the society he guides the society the entire society in fact he leaves his small family and he accepts the vasudhaiva kutumbakam the entire world as a family because krishna is aham bija prada pita krishna is the seed giving father of everyone so that whole world is a family and he works for the benefit of the entire world that's why it is said tyaktva tur namasesh mandalapati shrenim sada tuchchavat 
भूतवा दीन गणेश कौ करुणया कौपीन कंथाश्रित दिक्स गोस्वामी दे गेव अप दे आर ऑपुलेंट पोजिशन इन द गवर्नमेंट सर्विस एंड बिग बिग पोजिशन लाइक इवन रघुनाथ दास गोस्वामी और रूप एंड सनातन गोस्वामी एंड ऑल ऑफ दैम ऑल एक्सॉल्टेड फैमिलीज बिग बिग पोजिशन दे गेव अप एवरीथिंग एंड वॉट डिड दे डू दे बी कैम मेंडिकेंट्स एंड दे यूज टू वेयर दिस ऑपुलेंट ड्रेसेस एंड एवरीथिंग बट दे जस्ट स्टार्टेड वेयरिंग जस्ट द मिनिमम वन क्लॉथ this the loin cloth they used to wear and that's it they minimized to such an extent and what they spent their time on bhutva deena ganeshakau karunaya des set i mean if one has a family and one has work and all this how much time can he set aside for the benefit of the society he can't even set aside for the benefit of himself so many devotees who are watching this right now they're working so hard and they don't even have proper time to read prabhupada's books you know with you know the moment they start reading you know feeling sleepy chanting 16 rounds is itself a big achievement that kind of work is going that we can't even i mean take care of our own spiritual life what to speak of others spiritual life it is becoming ugra karma this kaliyuga everybody is forced to do ugra karma horrible work so much work for little pay and not no satisfaction so for giving up so to 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 give up all kinds of distractions so that one can properly serve responsibly serve the entire world people used to accept sanyas and sanyas sanyas is for that to spread to broadcast widely the message of the absolute truth that is the real meaning of sanyas so because of misunderstanding they think that one accepts sanyas to escape social responsibilities but one does not accept sanyas to escape the responsibility of um, society generally one accepts sanyas at the fourth stage of life one begins as a brahmachari then becomes a grihastha a vanaprastha and finally a sanyasi to take advantage of the duration of one's life by engaging oneself fully in self realization first of all even the idea that they think that oh they are escaping from social responsibility they think first of all that to remain in society and try to solve all these problems in material ways is the aim of human life and anybody who tries to come out of that oh he is an escapist you know he is doing doing nothing for the society he is just escaping they don't know actually where the problem is the problem is because we are attached to the society as i said to solve one problem they create a solution which creates 10 pro- 10 more problems and to solve that problem they create solution which create hundreds of problems to those solve those hundred problems they create so, create solutions that cause thousands of problems and then millions of problems and billions and trillions and gazillions of problems and this is how the chain of karma just, just keeps us going in this material world one problem after another one problem after another it never just stops so the only way we can actually come out of this problem is not to increase the problem more and more but stop it all together wake up उत्तिष्ठत जागृत प्राप्तवरान्यबोधत क्षुरस्य धारा विशितो दुरत्यया दुर्गम पथस्तवयो वदन्ती सो उत्तिष्ठत जागृत मीन्स वेकअप गेडअप प्राप्तवरान्यबोधत गॉडन इज बिग बून ऑफ ह्यूमन फॉर्म ऑफ लाइफ वाई डू वॉन्ट टू वेस्ट इट दैट इज द वेदिक इंजंक्शन
Vana Prasanna and finally a sannyasi to take advantage of the duration of one's life by engaging oneself fully in self-realization. Sannyas does not mean begging from door to door to accumulate money for sense gratification. However, because in Kali Yuga people are more or less prone to sense gratification, immature sannyas is not recommended. That's why sannyasam is not ex- uh, recommended in Kali Yuga. One of the five things that are not recommended in Kali Yuga is sannyas. Ashwamedham gavalambham sannyasam palapaitrakam devarena sutotpatyam kalopancha vivarjayet So these five things should be avoided in Kali Yuga. Ashwamedha yajna, horse sacrifice yajna, Gomedha yajna, cow sacrifice yajna. Because actually they are not sacrificed. They are given rejuvenated bodies. Then and there people can see the new bodies. And they are given human bodies. But those powerful brahmanas are not available in Kali Yuga. So, Ashwamedha and Gomedha sacrifice are out of the question. Then, Sanyasam, Palapaitrakam, that means offering of uh, meat to the forefathers. This was done in a special way, of the details of which I am not very sure of. But that is also not allowed in Kali Yuga. Uh, and then finally, Devarena Sutotpatim. So, just like Vyasadev did. Devarena Sutotpatim means when a, when a, brother, when a man cannot beget uh, children his wife then the brother of that man will beget children in the I mean his brother's wife so that was allowed just like the Pandavas and Kauravas how did Pandu, Dhritarashtra and Vidura were born their father Vichitravira actually died out of tuberculosis he died at a young age and his uh, two queens were uh, without issue without any son they were not pregnant yet so Satyavati the father of Vichitravirya, uh, sorry, mother of Vichitravirya, she asked her son, uh, Vedavyas, to come in, uh, elder son, elder brother of Vichitravirya, to beget children in the Amba, Ambika, Ambalika. So, like that, uh, Pandu and Dhritarashtra were born, and then of course the maid servant also was there, and then Vidra was born out of that. So, in this way, Devarena Sutatpatim was allowed before Kali Yuga, but now it will turn into illicit sex and then the, the, <laughs> the whole thing will change, you know. So, in Kali Yuga, that is also not allowed. So, in this way, five things are not allowed and Sanyas is one of them. So, but that is when for the immature, but Chaitanya Mahaprabhu himself accepted Sanyas and showed that this is how Sanyas should actually be followed. And Prabhupada showed, Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur showed. So, for preaching, Sanyas is allowed and of course one must keep to that vow. Sanyas vow is not easy uh, but one has to become advanced enough to accept that. <clears throat> so, Sanyas doesn't mean just begging from door to door and accumulate money for sense gratification. In India, many people have this put on this saffron colored cloth and then do that. They just beg outside the temple doors or something and that's it. That's all they do and sometimes even smoke, uh, what is that, BD and ganja and all this. Who will have any respect for such so-called sadhus? And they will have Markat Vairagya, like monkey. Monkey also looks very renounced. Just like sadhus, they used to go to the forest. So monkey also in the forest. Sadhus used to be Digambar, fully naked, you know, they're not, I mean, they're not, what is that? Avadhut, they're completely devoid of all material desires. They don't care about covering their bodies, you know, just they're, they're just in the, supposed to be in transcendental bliss, like Sukadeva Goswami. But, so monkey also looks like that in the forest, naked, you know, eating only fruits, you know, not cooking, not having a big feast. So sadhu also is supposed to have only the wild fruits, you know. 
so a monkey also looks superficially like like sadhu you know like full sadhu digambar um, forest dwelling and fruits but then he has 20 she monkeys around him in every day he is having sex few dozens of times this is his vairagya so this is called market vairagya renunciation of a monkey monkey renunciation so this is this kind of things are happening and big big babas you know they're going to jail in india big big swamis babas going to jail for some illicit sexual affair so that this is not that's why the whole this is exactly the reason why sanyas is prohibited in kali yuga because people will be like this but if one takes it seriously yes it is to be followed it can be followed and that's how chaitanya mahaprabhu showed by example bhakti siddhant saraswati thakur showed and prabhupada also showed by example immature sanyas is not recommended as prabhupada said here shri rupa goswami writes in his nectar of instruction atyahara prayasascha prajalpo niyamagraha janasangascha laulyamcha shadbir bhakti vinashyati once devotional service is spoiled when he becomes too entangled in the following six activities one eating more than necessary or collecting more funds than required two over endeavoring for mundane things that are very difficult to obtain three talking unnecessarily about mundane subject matters four practicing the scriptural rules and regulations only for the sake of following them and not for the sake of spiritual advancement or rejecting the rules and regulations of the scriptures and working independently or whimsically five associating with worldly minded persons who are not interested in krishna consciousness and six being greedy for mundane achievements a sanyasi should have an institution meant to preach krishna consciousness he need not accumulate money for himself we recommend that as soon as money accumulates in our krishna consciousness movement 50% of it should be invested in printing books and 50% for expenditures especially in establishing centers all over the world and organizing festivals and all these things hmm the managers managers of the krishna consciousness movement should be extremely cautious in regard to this point otherwise money will be the cause of lamentation illusion fear anger material attachment material poverty and unnecessary hard work as mentioned in today's this 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 was 7.13.34 when i was alone in vrindavan shri prabhupada is saying this when i was alone in vrindavan i never attempted to construct mathas or temples rather i was fully satisfied with the small amount of money i could gather by selling back to godhead and thus i would provide for myself and also print the literature when i went to foreign countries i lived according to the same principle but when europeans and americans began to give money profusely i started temples and deity worship the same principle should be still be followed whatever money is collected should be spent for krishna and not a farthing for sense gratification this is the bhagavat principle so so these are the things so by devotional service we can cross over these things so like to end the session here and we will go through the questions if you have any i think there are some questions <clears throat> let's look at the questions oh we have quite many questions okay first question by bhaktin puja Hare Krishna Prabhu ji my question is what is best to be grihastha or to be a sanyasi or brahmachari when we preach hmm 
anything anybody anybody can preach it's not that only grahastha can preach or sanyasi can preach or brahmachari what bro uh, chaitanya mahaprabhu said uh, jare dekha tare kaha krishna upadesh amar agya guru haya taro edesh so preacher means not just one who gives class only preaching means everything to guide the person to into krishna consciousness that is preaching so distribute book and after distributing book once he has read then okay um give more facility okay invite him give prasadam and teach him how to chant teach him all these things involved it is all preaching and of course when he takes up devotional service there are anarthas that will come so we have to counsel him and all you know correct him when he's wrong and you know encourage him when he's right and you know slowly um fan that spark and make it into fire so that is preaching so the whole thing is preaching so anybody can do this anybody can do this grahastha or sanyasi or brahmachari but it is just that brahmachari and sanyasi this is the only thing that they do whereas grahasthas have also they have to maintain their family so some time is spent there um so that way that is the only difference otherwise everyone can preach there's <coughs> there's no restriction नरतुमदास ठाकुर ऑल्सो सेड गृहे थाको वने थाको सदा हरि बोले डाको वेदर इन द हाउस और इन द फॉरेस्ट जस्ट ऑलवेज चैंट द होली नेम ऑफ कृष्णा एंड प्रीच कृष्णा कॉन्शियसनेस देन इवन नित्यानंद प्रभु ही हैड वाइफ ही ऑल्सो प्रीचड यू नो लाइक दैट देन कंटिन्यूइंग विद द क्वेश्चन अगेन सो व्हेन वी प्रीच सम पीपल सेस गृहस्थ इज बेस्ट बाय डूइंग आवर गृहस्थ वर्क लाइक प्रिपेयरिंग फूड फॉर आवर चिल्ड्रन or husband and in-laws those say by doing this we are serving god indirectly no 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 this is wrong so <clears throat> that that's not called serving you can serve your your relatives your husband your children you know everything prasadam then it is called serving god you first offer that food to krishna and then distribute the prasadam to the family members and to the neighbors and everybody that is grahastha life in fact grahastha means he has to first of all cook offer to krishna and make sure if if there are anybody in on this street around him you know who is you know, hungry if they are then distribute the prasadam to them after everybody has eaten then he has to eat uh, that is actual business of grahastha so distribute prasadam to the neighbors to everybody anybody who is there so that is proper service just serving the you know food pro- and, and uh, husband just the normal food that is not uh, uh, service and there is uh, hardly any what is the preaching there by cooking for husband by cooking for children and sending them to school what is preaching there there is <laughs> nothing there so real thing is that we have to distribute krishna con- preaching means what distribute the knowledge of krishna consciousness and you know guide them in the process so that is called preaching so grahasthas also can preach but they have to do it under the guidance of the spiritual master and preaching does not mean just uh, uh, preparing food for children and husband and no no preparing food and offering krishna give prasadam then at least you are preaching to your children and husband otherwise there is no preaching there and in laws or whatever it is um we are so busy in our family work we don't have enough time for chanting so mostly women say like that 
my humble request to you please clarify the truth so we have to chant everybody in the house they have to chant and they have to offer the food to krishna read prabhupada's books and distribute prasadam to family members and outside everybody that is preaching and not only prasadam knowledge knowledge has to be distributed take some books and give it to the, give the books take some prabhupada's books keep some prabhupada's books always with you and you know um distribute when you are you know when if you can sell sell them. you sell i mean you buy and then you sell them at the same price you can do that otherwise you want to give somebody you can give somebody or if you, want, you know somebody is um, celebrating their birthday or something you can give them something like that so give them krishna consciousness that is a matchless gift <coughs> okay so that is how to preach first of all take guidance first before even preaching first let us learn what is krishna consciousness then we will talk about preaching because otherwise we are not even understanding what actually is preaching we are thinking food cooking is preaching cooking and giving you know just eating nicely that is free <laughs> that's not preaching so we have to first of all understand what is krishna consciousness and then yes we 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 will we have to spread it so uh, first of all janma sartha kore karo parupakar at least we should understand the importance of krishna consciousness and what is actually krishna consciousness so then we will know what is preaching hmm. so preaching is a little bit advanced so first one must of course even if you are not advanced if you just distribute prabhupada's books that will still be so but if we are not convinced we will not be even enthused to sell a book of prabhupada if we are ourselves not convinced about prabhupada's books that's why conviction is necessary so we have to read and we have to this is what happens when you actually read prabhupada's books when you read wow this is so nice everything is answered here ah, wow the whole world is suffering just because they don't have this by hook or by crook these books have to go out and land in people's hands and in their laps and they have to read these books there has to be a what is the uh, intense passion to distribute the books of prabhupada because one feels like that because they, oh these books are so nice they have to be spread people have to come and read them how can you know we just sit i mean keep all these books here without being i mean without reaching the masses so that you know just like i'll show you this verse pralad maharaj he's not interested in just being delivered delivered alone he wants to just take everybody else with him he knows this is the cause of the problem so you see this verse prayena deva munaya svavimukti kama maunam charanti vijanena pararthanishtha naitan vihaya kripanan vimumuksha eko nanyam tvadasya sharanam bhramato anupashye my dear lord narsimhadev i see that there are many saintly persons indeed but they are interested only in their own deliverance not caring for the big cities and towns they go to the himalayas or the forest to meditate with vows of silence maunavrata they are not interested in delivering others as for me however i do not wish to be liberated alone leaving aside all these poor fools and rascals i know that without krishna consciousness without taking shelter of your lotus feet one cannot be happy therefore i wish to bring them back to shelter at your lotus feet so this is the desire of a devotee that he knows that their problem and he wants to solve their problem even though they may not be ready to accept it he wants to go all out 
to try and meet people and you know distribute these books the books is one thing then when they come they have to be trained that is also there that's why prabhupada said boil the milk now we have so many devotees we have to train them they have to be proper character because yeah reading books is one thing when they come there there has to be a system that's why prabhupada set up temples authority and then how discipline the all that reading books will get them to the point of yes karishe vachanam to let me actually it increases it just induces a, a slight faith in the movement and then there is sadhu sangha sadhu sangha has to be there and then there is bhajana kriya initiation engagement in devotional service anartha nivritti syat that is a big chunk of our whole advancement uh, phase big phase of our whole advancement in devotional life because a lot of anarthas have to be you know progressively um removed from our heart that will take time according to our surrender and then there is nishtha then there is like fixed up devotional service and then there is ruchi then there is asakti ruchi means taste then asakti means spontaneous attraction for krishna and then bhava and then prema so a person should be you know advancing in this respect hmm. <clears throat> so that whole effort is preaching to bring that person to krishna hmm. so that is preaching next question bhakta virendra are vaishnavas monotheists since they worship only one supreme godhead krishna and his incarnations so yeah of course god is only one so those who think that there are many gods that is their theory so fact is always one when when we use the word monotheist it is like we are one of the many kinds of philosophies one is uh what is that pantheism one is monotheism one is you know, you know but actually it is not just one of the many schools of thought it is the fact it is the fact and everything else is just their own imagination so we are factual scientific people whereas others are in their own imagination they may have their own names whether they call it pantheism monotheism they just equalize they think oh we are also like them we are just another school of thought they are another school of thought they are another school of thought like this but no we are following the fact and they are following some made up concoction there's no such thing as there's no such thing as pantheism there's no such thing as uh, i mean so many so many kind of theology and theosophy and all these things they have it's all all these different conceptions are there for people who are not clear about the fact they speculate in various ways but when we know the fact ishwara parama krishna sachidananda vigraha that's it it's, there's no doubt anymore we are factual we are concerned with facts we are not concerned with this school or that school or what they may give us a certain name but we don't accept that name we have our own name that this is vaishnav this is that's why prabhupada said international society for krishna consciousness you not even say god consciousness or monotheistic society nothing this is krishna consciousness if you like it to like it otherwise you get lost <laughs> use no compromise absolutely so that so as prabhupada said instead of accommodating to their understanding and using their terms that they used to refer to us we have to give them our understanding because our understanding is based on krishna and guru and their understanding is on their own imperfect sense perception so we have to inculcate our words into their minds rather than accepting their words that's just my two cents worth
नेक्स्ट क्वेश्चन बाय शरणम राम प्रसाद हरे कृष्ण प्रभु डज द थ्री मोड्स ऑफ मेटीरियल नेचर एफेक्ट्स द रिवोटिंग इट डज एज लॉन्ग एज वी आर नॉट एज लॉन्ग एज वी आर नॉट इन द सेकंड क्लास एटलीस्ट इन द सेकंड क्लास प्लेटफॉर्म इफ यू आर इन द थर्ड क्लास प्लेटफॉर्म इट डज सो देर इज डिवोशन सर्विस इन द थ्री मोड्स लेट्स एक्सप्लेन फॉर प्योर डिवोटी यस इट डजेंट बट अंटिल वी आर प्योर इट डज थ्री डॉट ट्वेंटी नाइन डॉट एट अभिसंधाओं दंभमात्सर्यमेवा डिवोशनल सर्विस एक्सिक्यूटेड बाय अ पर्सन हू इज एनवीएस प्राउड वायलेंट एंड एंग्री एंड हू इज सेपरेटिस्ट इज कंसिडर्ड टू बी इन द मोड ऑफ डार्कनेस सो दीज सो वेन अ पर्सन कम्स इन टू डिवोशनल लाइफ ही विल हैव आई मीन वी ऑल हैव ऑल दीज थिंग्स सो in the beginning it when you see when you come to devotional service it's not that overnight we are like a sadhu prabhupad level no no we are advancing so training means tolerance means that's why <laughs> bhagsidan saraswati thakur said it takes gallons and hundreds of gallons of blood just to make one devotee it's not easy at all you know hmm. so he will have faults but you just can't demean oh you are a fault you are a nonsense who is not faulty in this world material world if somebody has a fault bhaktisiddhant saraswati actually there is one beautiful um, comment by bhakti siddhant saraswati thakur there was once this uh, let me see if i can find that i think just yesterday somebody shared also basically i mean i'll just tell the story i, I remember <coughs> so uh, one uh, local newspaper editor he came to bhaksidan saraswati thakur he said swami ji you are a sadhu no doubt you know you are a great sadhu but you know some of your people you know your devotees in your temple i don't think they are up to the mark you know they are they are not i mean they are far from uh, perfect you know they are, they have so many mistakes and there are so many attitude problems and all these things then bhaksidan saraswati thakur said yes but what where else is a place where they can be cured this is the place this temple is a place where they can be cured in the association of devotees that those things can be cured because yes they ha- they may have but they are taking to the process of curing it they are taking the medicine uh, it will take time then it will become perfect that is why it is said 930 apiche sudurachara bhajate ma mananya bhag sadhureva samantavya so he has to be considered sadhu still because he has taken to the right path and eventually all his past habits will go provided he he takes to it seriously but even if he doesn't take to it seriously what else what place is there other than the temple where he can be purified so we can't blame oh this temple is you know if if suppose some devotee is coming here and he has some problem with his character we just can't say oh you don't come to the temple no we still have to allow him and then train him slowly just like hippies i mean come on when prabhupad went to america all were drug addicts womanizers naked you know whatever non all nonsense they were doing <laughs> but prabhupad oh you are all you know rubbish fellows what is this you know naked you know what is this you know, hippie what is this some lsd or smoking what are you eating meat and what is illicit sex what is this did prabhupad say that he just he told how much he tolerated if you just see the letters and conversations of prabhupad you will just see how much he tolerated how much nonsense he tolerated while training the devotees and they had all kinds of wild things wild ideas and he trained them 
and that is training that is preaching we just can't you know throw away a person if he has a fault of course if he becomes overly against and becomes offensive then that's a different thing then krishna will make an arrangement for him to leave the movement but as far as possible we must try you know to save the person so that is preaching hmm. <clears throat> so in the beginning devotional service in the mode of ignorance mode of darkness tamasah then we have next 3.29.9 vishayanabhisandhaya yasha aishwaryameva archadavarchaye dyomam prithagbhavacha rajasah the worship of the deities in the temple by a separatist with a motive for material enjoyment fame and opulence is devotion in the mode of passion so this is in the rajogun still it is a separatist because prithagbhava prithagbhava means separatist that means his desire is not exactly krishna's desire or the guru's desire he is trying to but he has his own agendas also so that is um, prithagbhava so the, the word separatist must be understood carefully the sanskrit words in this connection are bhinnadrag and prithagbhava a separatist is one who sees his interest as separate from that of the supreme lord so he wants some fame and opulence so these are material enjoyment so this is devotion in the mode of passion karma nirharam uddishya parasmin vatadarpanam yajed yashtavyam itiva prithak bhavasa satvikah now this is devotional service in the mode of goodness this is also not pure but it is a little bit better than others when a devotee worships the supreme law personality of godhead and offers the results of his activities in order to free himself from the inabilities of fruitive activities his devotion is in the mode of goodness so he is he wants to get mukti he wants to get moksha again that is also he wants something whether he wants fame he wants he is angry he just does not know how to behave or he wants liberation as long as we want something that is prithak bhava separatist mentality real devotional service means unalloyed devotional service just for the satisfaction of krishna anya abhilashita shunyam gyana karma anavritam gyana karma adi anavritam anukulyena krishna anushilanam bhakti ruttama that is real devotional service when every other desire is zero <coughs> next verse मद्गुणश्रुति मात्रेण मयि सर्वगुहाशये मनो गतिर अविच्छिन्न यथा गंगां भसोंबुधौ लक्षणं भक्ति योगस्य निर्गुणस्य हृदाहृतं अहैतुक्यव्यवहिता या भक्तिः पुरुषोत्तमे दिस इज प्योर डिवोशनल सर्विस द मैनिफेस्टेशन ऑफ अनएडल्टरेटेड डिवोशनल सर्विस इज एग्जिबिटेड व्हेन वन्स माइंड इज एट वन्स अट्रैक्टेड टू हियरिंग द ट्रांसेंडेंटल नेम एंड क्वालिटीज of the supreme personality of godhead who is residing in everyone's heart that means asakti platform at once attracted to hearing the transcendental name and quality this is the asakti platform that means they have to pass through shraddha sadhu sanga bhajana kriya anartha nivritti nishtha ruchi then asakti when one has that then he has come to the platform of pure devotional service even now we are not in the platform of pure devotional service until we have come to this until and unless we have come to this stage we are not in pure devotional service we are in the modes 
what is that mamchayo vyabhicharena okay just just read the next i mean the rest of the translation and then we'll go there just as the water of the ganges flows naturally down towards the ocean such devotional ecstasy uninterrupted by any material condition flows towards the supreme lord that is pure devotional service so that is achieved when one performs vaidhi bhakti that means devotional service under the guidance of a spiritual master following the rules and regulations without any break mamchayo vyabhicharena bhakti yogena sevate sagunan samatityaitan brahma bhuya yakalpate one who engages in full devotional service unfailing in all circumstances at once transcends the modes of material nature and thus comes to the level of brahman and then one when one comes to the level of brahman then brahma bhutah prasannatma nashochati nakankshati samah sarveshu bhuteshu madbhaktim labhate param one who is thus transcendently situated at once realizes the supreme brahman and becomes fully joyful he never laments or desires to have anything he is equally disposed toward every living entity in that state he attains pure devotional service unto me hmm. so this is what is pure devotional service next question by bhakta virendra is agri agrarian what is it agrarian civilization that of having land for producing food and cows for milk is much better than post industrial revolution having technological advancement agrarian huh? what is that agrarian agrarian i think maybe yeah basically agriculture so i mean that is the system given by the lord so nothing can be better than what the lord gave us right so the lord gave us a very simple solution for all economic problems anad bhavanti bhutani parjanyad anasambhava yagnyad bhavati parjanyo yagnya karma samudbhavaha कर्म ब्रह्मोद्भव विद्धि ब्रह्माक्षर सुद्भव तस्मागत ब्रह्म नित्यम यज्ञे प्रतिष्ठित सो दिस इज आवर प्रोसीजर ऑफ इकोनॉमिक्स रिलीजन धर्म अर्थ अर्थ इज नेसेसरी फॉर मेन्टेनेस ऑफ मेटीरियल बॉडी विच इज काम बट काम से नेन्द्रिय प्रीति लाभो जीवित यहाँ सो अर्थ एंड काम आर नेसेसरी फॉर जस्ट मिनिमम मेन्टेनेस दट सेट दैट्स ऑल द इकोनॉमिक्स ऑफ वैदिक इकोनॉमिक्स आर just enough for our sustenance rest all for the spiritual opulence of serving krishna every you may say that then what is the use of so much gold that are there in the world and you know all this um so many nice nice thing all that is yes for the lord there has to be opulent temples and people have to be given such you know grand festivals must be organized and um, people have to be there has to be so much grand arrangement for krishna consciousness for example now say hollywood hollywood movie costs hundreds of millions of dollars like if you have like those expensive cgi computer graphics so you will have you will have to spend thousands of millions of dollars or hundreds of th- hundreds of millions of dollars, whatever it is so millions and millions of dollars are spent for that but that money can be used to make movies like ramayana mahabharat and you know bhagavatam vishnu puran these can these scriptures can be done so actually they have to be used for that but they using it for some fantasy nonsense jurassic park story for spider man for ant man huh? 
these things are being used money for these things what is that complete misuse so all that opulence is supposed to be used for brought we are not against computer graphics no not at all but we are against the misuse of it so we can use all that to tell the story of the lord that is what it should be done so we don't deny any talent or any opulence but it has to be employed in the service of the lord and we we should just take bare minimum for ourselves just for our maintenance that's it so that is always the best civilization and, and agriculture and cow protection yeah that is what krishna has given has given so that is the always the best whatever krishna gives is the best but when it is misrepresented misused abused or completely driven out of society then everything becomes topsy-turvy hmm? next question 429 2b everything happening within time which consists of past present and future is merely a dream that is a secret of secret understanding in all vedic literature yeah so it's it's basically um not a question it's um saying that everything is material world is a dream so that is 429 2b okay let's go there srimad bhagavatam uh 429 2b adrishtam drishtavannam kshed bhutam svapna vadanyatha bhutam bhavad bhavishyacha suptam sarvarahoraha everything happening within time which consists of past present and future is merely a dream that is a secret understanding in all vedic literature <coughs> bhakta virendra sankracharya says jagan jagat satya maya mithya he says brahma satya jagan mithya that's what he actually says brahma satya jagan mithya So as per Shankaracharya maya is illusion but Vaishnavas consider maya as Krishna's material energy so do Vaishnavas and Shankaracharya refer to the same maya they do so they say mithya mithya means false so we don't say false we say it is true but temporary it is true but temporary that's what Vaishnavas say next question if a person while living never uttered lord hari's name and never glorify nor bow bow upon him that person's soul after death is under the jurisdiction of yamaraj but i still don't understand why do the fallen souls still wander on earth among the material family but not at hell as mentioned in the garuda puran no you should understand <laughs> that they are living now so they are not bowing down after this life they will go to hell so while they are in this world they are in this world and when they don't live according to krishna's directions after this life they will go to hell and also while in even in this life they are still facing hellish conditions in various in the shape of various anxieties and pains and you know like that but so it is said that when one does not glorify or utter krishna's name then he goes to hell So now the chance is given to utter the holy name this that's the whole human form. So if he is not uttering now 
and later maybe he can utter if he comes in contact with devotees so the opportunity is there for him to utter so a grace period is given this human form of life maybe 80 years maybe 90 years whatever it may be but if he doesn't utter if he doesn't become devotee then after this life then they go to hell so this is the chance for them to utter so if they misuse then they go to hell if you want to go and see what is happening in hell and then you will be convinced but otherwise they actually go to hell because we haven't gone of course we have been there but we forgot because we are not there we don't see the hellish planets so and we don't know how which living entity is going where after death we don't know right but we know from the shastric reference but if if that if they do not do not become krishna's devotees then they will go to hell so that is explained there so next question by bhakta virendra why devotee is fearless in death whereas a materialist is fearful of his death so fear comes because it's fear of the unknown they don't know what is happening and they don't know what is going to happen after death they're, they're not sure and they do not know actually where they're going they think everything is finished with ignorance there will be fear just like there may be a rope but one becomes fearful because he thinks it is a snake so when we accept one thing for another then it becomes fearful because by by uh, factually we actually don't die so we always want to live eternally that's why we want to prolong our life because we think this is life this body is life and when this body is finished that is finished the life is finished so because we have this wrong conception because we have taken the body to be the ourself just like we have if we have taken the dead we have taken this dead body to be our living self similarly just like if we take a dead rope to be a living snake will become fearful so similarly because we have taken this dead body to be our real self we think that we are finished at the time of death and that's what causes the pain that was that's what causes the fear and all that we have amassed in this life is gone at the time of you know um, death so our plans are being frustrated so that's why we become fearful that because we always hope that our plans will never get frustrated but it will, it will that's why it is said <clears throat> okay there's one nice uh, shloka that been quoted but we'll go to this first um what was what i was going to show um i forgot my myself what i was going to show so where were we actually one second i i interrupted my flow of thought mm what i was saying is um okay let's go to this verse because this verse is shown here in the comments 11 233 श्री with the temporary material world can achieve real freedom from fear only by worshiping the lotus feet of the infallible supreme lord 
in such devotional service all fear ceases entirely so in devotional service all fear becomes nullified and that's exactly just four verses after this is that bhayam dvitiyabhiniveshata syat so why fear actually happens <coughs> so going back to the question what was the question yeah so why is a devotee fearless in death but a materialist fearful of his death so he's going to think that everything is going to be finished and death is the end all of everything and that's when fear actually starts so we, the fear of the unknown so if we are in knowledge that's why then धीरस्तत्र न मुह्यति देहिनोस्मिन्यथा देहे कौमारं यौगनं जरा तथा देहांतर प्राप्ते धीरस्तत्र न मुह्यति as the embodied soul continually passes continuously passes in this body from boyhood to youth to old age the soul similarly passes into another body at death a, self, a sober person is not bewildered by such a change a sober person one who is intoxicated with materialistic life of raga bhaya and krodha he cannot understand these things especially with raga a sober person he knows so the, the the example is given like the cat carrying the mouse and the mouse becomes very fearful because when the cat carries the mouse with its teeth that's it it's it's finished that's the end but the kitten is also carried by the cat by its teeth because they don't have hands like us so their love is expressed by carrying them by their teeth but the kitten is not uh afraid of those teeth because that is a love so death is like that for the devotee because none of his endeavors are frustrated and he just carries forward whatever he is doing in this life he will carry the same thing and he will continue doing what from where he has left off so that's why um devotee is fearless <clears throat> he has taken shelter of krishna next Uh, is chocolate an intoxicant? Shri Prabhupada said not to eat chocolates to his followers. Yeah, so chocolate has caffeine, and even white chocolate. Um, okay, ca- chocolate has um, caffeine and theobromine. These two are intoxicants. Tea is actually uh, tea has theobromine, which is an intoxicant. Uh, although tea does not have caffeine, if I'm not wrong. So. Um, chocolate yeah so even white chocolate there is tiny traces of caffeine still there so we can we can live without chocolate right so yeah so chocolate is an intoxicant so we have to keep away from that krishna smaranam prabhu why does lord shiva uses intoxication and why does his followers continue to use intoxication first of all lord shiva does not take intoxication he is called nilkantha because he took the ocean of poison to save the rest of the world otherwise the poison would have just you know destroyed the whole world when the ocean of milk was being churned poison came and that poison was so extensive that he gulped the whole ocean of poison and kept it in his throat and some poison spilt and those poison are found in snakes and scorpions and like that spiders so that's how that's what he did but his followers think that oh he he had some ganja let's also have some ganja rubbish <laughs> so that's how they do it but lord shiva never even recommended it never took and never recommended it but his followers that's why they just 
create their own ways of worship not recommended in the shastras so that's why it is all some bogus stuff um next question by bhakta virendra a devotee has to perform activities or karma to earn money i mean if he is not in the mutt i mean if he is not in the temple uh, yeah he may have to find his own <coughs> income <coughs> and if he is in the temple then he has to work fully for the temple's interest and his maintenance will be taken care of by the temple basically prasadam and you know clothes and of course place to sleep and that's it so all that is very minimum minimum not extravagance at all and that's how he has to live and then he has to serve the lord and if he is not if he has a family then yes he has to you know otherwise what is the other way unless one is a, has a business or you know something like that in today's day and age you know money is uh, you know to maintain a family we need money right so like that <coughs> so if if we can find a way where we can earn money without much stress on our lifestyle that is better you know so one has to try for that as much as possible next question and i think some some are actually trying to do something on the internet you know maybe designing some websites or designing some graphics or something like that or it may be some teaching some english or something like that course like that you know people are trying like that some devotees i have seen so we can explore other things mainly one has to minimize as much as possible and you know it's not easy i'm not saying it's easy but one has to try towards that end <clears throat> Next question by Krishna Smaranam Prabhu. What is the difference between giving one life in the service of the Lord and committing suicide? <laughs> well, <laughs> it's like worlds apart. It's like light and darkness. So, giving one's life in the service of the Lord means uh, engaging with mana. What is that? With mind, body, and words. One has to serve the Lord. so giving his life to the lord means his every his words thought his you know words mind and actions everything should be in the service of the lord that is giving life for the you know for the lord but suicide means that's why chaitanya mahaprabhu when sanatan goswami wanted to commit suicide because he was having all these sores on his body and said what is the use of my body not only i am it is a painful condition but more than that i am offending devotees because chaitanya mahaprabhu is embracing me every time this is uh, I, i want to commit suicide so chaitanya mahaprabhu condemned him you, who are you to commit suicide first of all that body is mine your body that is not your body that is mine my property so how can you uh, damage it without my consent it is meant for my use and i have many plans that i want to i want you to fulfill you your body is my property that has to be used for my service so that is surrender diksha kale bhakta kare atma samarpan atma samarpan means now i my soul my my mind my body everything is for the service of the guru that is surrender and of course guru has to be a pure devotee of krishna so that is proper surrender so the suicide means just rejecting the gift given by god 
yes maybe can't enjoy actually it comes out of frustration instead of offering offering it to the lord for the pleasure of the lord you just destroy it krishna gave us a gift and we're destroying it that means no regard for krishna at all just because it did not suit me just like sometimes you know the father buys a, a toy for the child when the child sees the toy he is not happy with the toy he just breaks it you know what what is it? that is no, not gra- no gratitude even so it is complete it is uh, done out of complete foolishness suicide so it this body is not meant for our sense gratification so people they try for sense gratification and when that gets frustrated they commit suicide so they think oh if it, it can, cannot give me sense gratification i better not have this body this is all foolishness both are foolishness raga and dvesha both are foolishness therefore we must go above that sense gratification should not be the index of our life krishna's satisfaction is the index of our life and how much we are working for his satisfaction that is the measure of our success of life no matter what the world says no matter what the world feels guru and krishna must be pleased that's it next question by bhaktin puja some butcher man and meat eater says by killing animal and eating meat they are making free to the animals from this life so they achieve human life in the next birth what is the true fact prabhu ji so first of all can they prove that such a person such an animal has taken human birth in the next life one thing is sure that the one who is eating that animal he is going to become animal in the next life that that is sure but there is no surety that that person will become human in the next life and who are they to decide they have created the law that uh, i will kill and who created the law who gave them the body they did not give so how can they take so this is all some rubbish talk you know the thing the fact is everybody has to live krishna has given all them all the body and whatever is tena tyaktena bhunjitha we have to eat whatever is our quota given to us and for humans quota is vegetarian food and that to offer it to krishna and then eat then it is pure food other than that even vegetarian or non vegetarian both are sinful both are sinful next um question by krishna smaranam prabhu can a grahastha go back to godhead in this age since sanyas is uh, not encouraged anybody can go back to godhead provided he is 100% krishna conscious that's the main thing 100% krishna consciousness um question by bhakta virendra how can one know that his execution of devotional service towards the supreme is pure by which he is progressing in krishna consciousness so as long as he executes the instructions of the spiritual master in the association of devotees he should know that he is progressing and some of the things that come in the matter of our progress just like you know when we are going on the road suppose from mumbai to kolkata Huh? Mumbai to Kolkata. Now, in the middle, you will pass through this, this, this station. Uh, say a train, train. Suppose we are taking a train. And we will pass through this, this, this station. So, if we are passing through that stations, then we know we are progressing. So, there are some milestones. Okay, 
I have crossed this milestone or oh, then yes yes I'm on the right track but suddenly if we are in the in a station where it should not be in the path between Mumbai and Kolkata that means somewhere we have gone off track maybe we have taken a wrong train or something like that so on the path there is there are these milestones so similarly what is this verse this is not the verse <laughs> okay one second <laughs> 11 to 42 <laughs> this is us. so similarly there are things which will be on the track and if we are passing them passing through them yes we should know that we are on the right track so 11 to 42 bhakti pareshanu bhavo viraktir anyatra chayashatrika eka kalaha prapadyamanasya yathasnatahasyus tushti pushtik shudapayonughasam devotion direct experience of the supreme lord and detachment from other things these three occur simultaneously for one who has taken shelter of the supreme personality of godhead in the same way that pleasure nourishment and relief from hunger come simultaneously and increasingly with with each bite for a person engaged in eating so when a person is engaged in eating you will you yourself know that your stomach is filling up you are feeling feeling energetic you're feeling nourishment so your hunger is going down so you will automatically feel it so we have to so similarly a devotion a person who is going through the process of devotional service he will feel devotion his in, his devotion to krishna consciousness his enthusiasm for krishna consciousness increases his tendency to waste time decreases shantir avyartha kalatam his tolerance increases his hope in this process increases you know shantir avyartha kalatam you know um what is that manashunyata aashabandha samutkantha namagana sadaruchi so these are you know symptoms will go there 23.18 and 19 i think cc cc madhyam 23.18 and 19 see kshantir avyartha kalatam viraktir forgot that word viraktir means same uh, bhakti pareshanubhava virakti here kshantir avyartha kalatvam viraktir manashunyata asha bandha samutkantha namagane sadaruchi asaktistha gunakhyane pritistha dvasatisthale ityadayonubhavasyur jata bhavankurejane when the seed of ecstatic emotion for krishna fructifies the following nine symptoms manifest in one's behavior forgiveness he will easily forgive one who offends him of course he will never forgive those who offend the supreme lord or another devotee but oneself yes he will easily forgive concern that time should not be wasted he's very careful not to waste time detachment detachment from family entanglements from materialistic entanglements attachments absence of false prestige hope hope in what hope in the supreme lord that is explained in a very nice verse a few verses after this 10 verses after this actually so hope hope in the process hope in the supreme lord that the hope in not himself if he knows that alone i have nothing of value but i have complete hope in guru and krishna that they will save me and they will assure my spiritual advancement of course that would mean that one has to put in one's best in one's devotional service and then yes the hope will come the hope will be fruitful otherwise just hoping and doing nothing that's useless 
and then eagerness eagerness for what enthusiasm to participate in devotional activities eagerness eager to hear eager to chant eager to wake up from mangalarti eager to <coughs> distribute books eager to do different kinds of services that is another symptom a taste for chanting the holy name of the lord attachment to descriptions of the transcendental qualities of the lord and affection for those places where the lord resides temple or a holy place like vrindavan these are all called anubhava subordinate signs of ecstatic emotion they are visible in a person in whose heart the seed of love of god has begun to fructify so this is these are some of the things we can see just like we are passing on the journey and we are passing through these through these stations okay we know okay we are on the right track if we are not seeing these things if we are like we are wasting time you know we are not like really serious about chanting or you know, we are not like really eager to hear or really eager to participate in devotional activities or to book distribution and all these things and we don't have real taste for chanting then we know we are not on the right track something we are doing that is wrong so we have to introspect oh, what am i doing wrong am i eating prasadam am i following all the rules and regulations am i offending some vaishnavas which which is causing this thing am i offending the temple of you know all these things we have to introspect then we will know oh okay or if i cannot intro- if i don't have if i think i'm doing everything right because that's how we have been programmed in this material world we always when something goes wrong oh, he is pro- he is at fault he is at fault he is at fault he is at fault not me first of all we have to own up nobody's fault can harm me nobody's fault can harm my devotional progress apratihata but if i commit an offense yes then there will be a temporary stoppage in my progress so what am i doing wrong maybe others are doing wrong or right first of all let's introspect myself what am i doing wrong maybe i'm offending devotees so ask devotees prabhu did i uh, do you think that i'm offending you or and i did i say anything wrong because i want to learn sometimes i may say something out of habit but i don't know whether it actually is hurting somebody or am i am i this is actually another thing um every devotee will go through that you know <clears throat> in the subtly advertising oneself subtly advertising oneself um it's good it's good to always you know put out news of you know to encourage others but if i want self glorification out of that to encourage others that is different thing but if i want to glorify myself by putting out that that's that's a big problem and devotees can detect that devotees can detect that those who are actual devotees they will be able to detect that Mm. that is some self promotion so we are not saying that <laughs> of course that is, when we are broadcasting some news for example when we have rath yatra we we broadcast we are not saying that oh look at us we are the greatest organizers we are the greatest devotees no but just by seeing the rath yatra and everything everybody will be happy so therefore the that's why prabhupada had back to godhead magazine he wanted to showcase the devotees activities and devotees writings he wanted he wanted this a platform where the devotional service of devotees should be broadcasted but that should be there at the same time we should not um it should not get to our head 
that oh prabhu um i sang this kirtan how is it nice right mm i know i know <laughs> and actually there's one video is so disgusting that this kind of um, devotee i mean he was he sang i mean he's a good singer but he <laughs> he went on his own youtube channel and said you know he just he just blew his own trumpet i was just you know glorifying his own singing and all that you know that's that's not good so so any so all these things matter so we are doing sometimes sometimes doing subtly something wrong which we do not realize or we expect others to also glorify us so all these things will will affect our so every time we have to be very very cautious there are so many weeds that's why that the chapter that 19th chapter of madhyalila we, we have to read that part where uh, chaitanya mahaprabhu is teaching us how to be a good gardener of the creeper of devotional service so mm. we have to you know contemplate on all these things okay next question um by bhaktavirendra again is getting initiated from spiritual master more important than association of devotees devotees help us in getting spiritual master see everything is important not one thing is more important than the others but if we just take initiation ceremonially and then don't associate with devotees there's no fruit in that initiation there's nothing there so we have to take initiation means what initiation means i am going to now follow this discipline that means initiation just like when you enroll in the army suppose you can't say that oh now i am the chief what brigadier general or, or, or what the chief of the army no no just a recruit just like a, 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 one of the army men who have to do push ups like 100 push ups a day that's going to be the start and yeah when you come to the platform of reaching the the, the you know a leader of the entire country's army that's that's a different thing initiation doesn't mean one has become that uh, what is that chief marshal or whatever it's called I, i'm i'm not good at these terms but <laughs> the chief of the army no you don't initiation means the beginning of discipline beginning of discipline and discipline happens where under the association of devotees otherwise our mind if, if the our mind is our guru there is no discipline there the mind is always giving us excuses how to avoid the discipline discipline means there has to be a discipline master there has to be a guru you know that's why the temple authority is there shiksha guru temple commander temple president and all these things why we are discipline so then yes everything you know so initiation is important and association of devotees is important all this is important by association of devotees one will get inspired and then eventually come to the point of initiation and by initiation one actually begins his official devotional life and like really dedicate now and so that's that's initiation so it's it all everything is important otherwise why did prabhupad give everything he gave initiation he gave books he gave association of devotees he gave temples he gave festivals he gave prasadam everything he gave. everything is important because our entire life has to be centered around krishna and all these activities that are there are enabling us to use our senses our mind our body in the service of krishna so everything is important next question by santosh gupta satvik food cooked versus raw which has more consciousness for human being both are not good <laughs> because both are not prasadam yet so prasadam 
is actually the food for human being. We will see Bhagavad Gita 3.13 Yagya Shishta Shinahasanto Muchyante Sarvakil Vishai Gunjate Tetva Ghampapa Yepa Chantyatma Karanath See, Pachanti means prepare food and that actually means cooking. So, there is cooking. So we are not again, we are not into this raw. I mean, there are things that can be eaten raw, and then there are things that can be eaten only when cooked. You see, you can't eat a potato raw; you get some indigestion. You eat wheat raw, you'll get indigestion. But when it's cooked, yes, then it can be eaten. So here, the devotees of the Lord are released from all kinds of sins because they eat food which is offered first for sacrifice. Others who prepare food for personal sense enjoyment verily eat only sin, even if it is vegetarian or non-vegetarian or whatever. If it is not prasadam, even if it is vegetarian, it is still sinful. So of course, prasadam can only be in the vegetarian category. That's why he said, Patram Pushpam Phalam Toyam Yome Bhaktya Prayachati 9.26 of Bhagavad Gita if one offers me with love and devotion a leaf, a flower, a fruit or water, I will accept it. So we have to give Krishna in this categories. But, you know, so we have to eat prasadam. Now, next, <coughs> Sunita D'Souza is asking question. I am a vegan. Could you explain this concept of having A2 milk, which people assume is better than A1 milk? As I believe... A mother cow makes milk for her calf alone and not for anyone else's consumption, same as my mother. By consuming her milk, don't we deprive her, her child of its right, as we see her uh, as a never-ending pumping machine. Even Ayurveda promotes medicine as a medicine, not as a food. Okay, this is a topic which I actually wanted to address in a, in a dedicated video by itself. Now. The proper way of how a cow should be even taken care of. That is not found mostly nowadays. 99% or I don't know how many percent but it has been industrialized and cows are treated the worst and it is absolutely horrific to see their treatment in the, in the, the cow farms or wherever they are. And then they are killed, they are men for slaughter when they don't give milk and the male um, bull when he's born he's just taken away from as tender meat you know um, this is absolute this is not about not at all cattle I mean uh, cow protection that is some some cattle business so but the way the Vedic civilization is supposed to be is Goraksha and it is never meant for profit it is never meant for profit in the first place. That is a that is a mistake that people have. People think that maintenance of cow is for profit. No, it is not supposed to be for profit. If the cow is taken care of with love and not just, as you said, as a pumping machine, then by nature, by Krishna's arrangement, she gives more milk. Now, this is controversial to the vegans, but according to Vedic understanding, veganism itself is not correct because they think okay cow gives milk to for her calf to be drunk then 
we are still killing the plants that we are eating. I mean, there is still killing of the plants. So either way, there is always some killing. Jeevo, Jeevas, Jeevanam, one living entity cannot live without eating another living entity. So that is the law of this material world. In either way, we have to kill the plant. Of course, sometimes it's just plucking the fruit, it's not killing the tree. But sometimes it involves killing the plant. So um, it doesn't mean that, oh, one is better than the other. Oh, save the cow, but we can eat plants. No, as long as we don't eat prasadam, as it is said here, this verse 3.13 of Bhagavad Gita, unless we eat prasadam, it is not pure food, even if it is vegetarian or even if it is vegan, it is not pure food. We have to offer it to Krishna. Mm. And because Krishna said, offer me this, this, this category, yes. And Krishna also, as we all know, ate butter, drank milk, ate yogurt, everything. All the sweet sweets that are made from milk, that is also eaten. So we have to offer that to Krishna. Now, because one is conditioned by this vegan thinking, he thinks that cow's milk is only meant for the calf. Yes, the calf has to drink. The way present the way the present industries take care of the cow is not the correct manner. Next, there is the correct manner of taking care of the cows. In fact, that is stated in the Bhagavatam, if you see, in 1st Kanto 16th chapter, if I'm not wrong, in other places also, that the cows were so happy that they were dripping milk, dripping milk on the pasture grounds. And the ground became wet with milk. And they produce more milk than is enough for the calf. Even if the calf drinks um, to its heart's content, still there is milk. Uh, still it has, you know, there is milk. Now, Sunita Mataji is saying, plants have no central nervous system though, although it has a consciousness. See, it is a soul. In the body of a plant, in the tree, it is a soul. And in the animal, it is a soul. All are souls. It has a nervous system, not the way we know it. Not the way we know it. They are, they know, they have pain. They know pain. When they are cut, they know. It's not that they do not know. So, this argument is not correct. That And also, now, continuing on what I am saying. Milk, the cow, if taken care of properly, she will produce more milk than is enough for the calf. And that milk can be taken by humans. Not to deprive the calf. This is again another instance of when a system is not <clears throat> properly in place, remove the whole thing. That is not the answer. We are not vegetarians or non-vegetarians. We are what Krishna asks us to eat. And to him we have to offer nice milk preparations. That's what he showed. He showed that. And we have to offer that. And therefore, we can eat the preparations offered to Krishna. Even alone, just milk, that is also sinful. Anything that is not offered to Krishna is sinful. Hmm. That does not mean, okay, let me offer meat and eat meat. No. But Krishna said, I, I don't want that. Krishna said, I want this, this, this category. And he showed by his personal example how he drank milk also. Of the cow. And butter and yogurt and all these things. So, we should not replace what is given by God with our own ideology. This vegan ideology is is man-made thing. Now, next, coming to the next issue. Yes, Sunita Mataji is saying, that is one percent of the population who treat the cows that way. True, 
now next coming to the next point shri <clears throat> prabhupad said that the cows that are there going for slaughter they are actually why they are being slaughtered one thing is we should never slaughter the cows why are those cows having that kind of a life where they are slaughtered because they have been eaters of cow in their previous lives this is another thing the law of karma is also something we have to understand we cannot take something in exclusion and isolate it from everything that is going on why actually things happen the way they happen we have to understand that also so the cow is suffering so badly because they have been cow killers in their previous lives that's why shil prabhu explained it very nicely that except for the sin of killing a cow they were actually not supposed to usually cow how it becomes a cow how she becomes a cow rising you know the, we have seen the other day okay let's see the let's see the actual way one naturally becomes a cow the soul when he naturally comes to the cow's body okay canto 3 chapter 30 and in the last verse you see this this is what happens to a person who has misused the human form of life and then he goes to hell hmm you see therefore a person who is very eager to maintain his family and kinsmen simply by black me- black methods certainly goes to a darkest region of hell which is known as andhatamisra now after going to hell he is not finished he's not just comes back to human form of life no so what happens to him adhasthanara lokasya yavateriyatanadayah kramashah samanukramya punar atravra vrajechuchih having gone through all the miserable hellish conditions and having passed in a regular order through the lowest forms of life prior to human birth and having thus been purged of his sins one is reborn again as a human being on this earth so after hellish punishment he will go into like absolutely low forms like fish and then he becomes trees and then so many 2 million types of trees are there and slowly slowly he he rises above and then there are three animals the souls in which will become human form in the next life one is a cow and he will become a the soul in that will become a human in the next life in the mode of goodness the lion which in the next body will become a human in the mode of passion and the monkeys which in the next life become a human in the mode of ignorance so this is the natural way a cow is taking birth actually but these cows who have who are being slaughtered they they were cow killers before that is the word that is the meaning of the word mamsa in sanskrit meat is called mamsa and it's very very scientific word because mamsa means mam means me and sah means he and now i am killing him so he has the right to kill me in my next life i am accepting the same fate for myself in my next life by killing this animal so every time they are eating meat they are agreeing to this terms and conditions sometimes we just download a software and just click agree without even looking at what are the terms and conditions often times we do that that's what people are agreeing to when they are eating meat they are agreeing to that karma law of karma whether they know it or not it will happen it will happen that way so now would that logic apply to murderer too can we assume that then that as he was murdered before in a past life so he does the same in this life yeah he not no when he is murdered so so for example when one kills someone 
then he will be in the next life killed that's why in the vedic civilization when a person murders someone out of mercy for that soul he is immediately executed because life for a life and then after that next life he starts from pure without not pure free from this sin of murdering otherwise he will have to pay it is just this life or next life or life after that he will have to pay for it so karma is like that so these cows have been born like that and then they are taken to the slaughter house we can't do anything to save them at this point but but if although this is not the ethical way ideally we have to have our own cows our own farm which we are trying to our best of our capacities we have a farm in malaysia which we just have two cows there and in australia we have about almost 8 to 10 cows now and even in india we have so um in our ias came of course there are so many other goshalas in india which they maintain so many cows but that's the proper way to maintain a cow but this soul who is suffering so much because of his bad karma because he has eaten beef before and now he has become cow and his his meat is being offered as beef now when the milk of that cow goes to krishna that cow will benefit now we are not saying that we are condoning oh wow this is condoning um, slaughter no we are not but what other chance is there for that cow to be saved yes we should rally for cow protection and you know you know inhuman treatment yes at the same time those cows which are already going to be killed what other way is there for them to be for them to come out of their sinful karma so if some of their milk is offered to krishna next life they have a much better chance they don't have to go through so many lifetimes of suffering again so even that just like we all the fruits all the vegetables that we offer the plants which offer those vegetables they are sitting somewhere in different parts of the world and they are sometimes imported sometimes it's local produced whatever it is whichever plant has produced something and that is offered to krishna that plant is being is getting the benefit that part of her body part of her uh, effort is being offered to krishna and that purifies just like when we offer our efforts when our life our activities our words to krishna we become purified those animals those birds those plants which offer they also get purified like we put peacock feather on krishna's head that peacock from whose that feather has come and has landed on krishna's head in the deity in the temple we use that so those peacocks are getting benefited because their feathers are being used by krishna you understand this point so that is the thing when it apavitra pavitro va sarvavastham gato piva yasmaret pundari kaksham sab bahya abhyantara suchihi when anything is connected with krishna that is purified apavitra pavitro va sarva avastham gato piva so whatever is impure will become pure whether it was impure or pure whether when it is comes in when it comes in connected with krishna that becomes pure and those plants which are offering its flowers we offer so many garlands we offer so many flowers to krishna the plants who offer they also benefit so in this way when only with krishna can they be saved whether it's animals or plants or even humans they can be saved only when they are somehow or other connected with krishna now a person poor man he is he is he is on the street and he cannot eat why because of his past karma he did something for which he is suffering like that 
Lord always has enough supply to feed even thousands and millions of elephants. Why can't he produce, uh, provide for one small man who is in this, in this world? And how, how much he can eat compared to an elephant? But why he doesn't have it? Because of his past karma. That doesn't mean we just let the person suffer his karma and then let him go to hell. No. We give him prasadam. So by prasadam, his hunger, his material hunger is satisfied. At the same time, he is connected with Krishna because he is eating Krishna prasadam. Without him even knowing, he is getting purified because he is eating Krishna prasadam. And slowly and slowly, that is explained in the second chapter of Bhagavad Gita. As you can see here, second chapter, 65th verse. You see this very nice verse, it is there. Prasade sarva dukkhanam hani rasopajayate. You see? Prasade sarva dukkhanam hani rasopajayate. Prasanna cheta sohyasu buddhi pariyavatishthate. For one thus satisfied in Krishna consciousness, the threefold miseries of material existence exist no longer. In such satisfied consciousness, one's intelligence is soon well established. Of course, this is as one who is thus satisfied in Krishna consciousness. So, prasadam means on achievement of the causeless mercy of the Lord. What is prasadam? Why do we call it prasadam? Because that food is prasadam of the Lord, is a mercy of the Lord. So that, like even they say, oh, I think in some movies also it is shown in the Bollywood that, oh, the, why are they pouring milk for the Abhishek of the Lord? What is the use of wasting of the milk and what is it? You know. But no, that milk can be collected and distributed as charnamrita to thousands of people. So, there is ways to, everything can be offered to the Lord and distributed to the people. Otherwise, why? Why in our Vedic scriptures, it is said we have to use ghee, we have to use milk, we have to use yogurt, panchamrita. Why? Panchagavya, all these, why? These are... These are things mentioned in the Vedas and Vedas is Vedo Narayana Sakshat. Narayana is giving. So how can Narayana be wrong? So these have to be used. But the thing is, of course, the ethical treatment of the animals is completely off in Kali Yuga. We agree, completely agree to that. But the thing is, what other um, choice is there? I mean, what other option is there for the deliverance of that animal particularly, which is going to be slaughtered and which is in that already that, that sinful place? Somehow or other, if that milk can go to Krishna, that is benefited and therefore it, this vegan idea is, is not in the Vedas it is a human concocted idea and that also means rejecting the Vedic idea of using the cow so when something again the same thing when we, which we have discussed I don't know if you have been in the beginning of the session that we said when there's something like caste system it is a scientific system given by the Lord 4.13 I don't know if you have been there in the beginning of this class but we have shown this verse Chatur Varnyam Maya Srishtam Guna Karma Vibhagashaha And take care of this, take note of this word Guna Karma Vibhagashaha Tasya Kartaram Apinamam Vidya Kartaram Avyayam According to the three modes of material nature Guna and Karma Vibhagashaha Vibhag means division Chatur Varnyam Maya Srishtam Krishna says, I have created this Brahmana Kshatriya Vaishya Shudra According to their Guna and Karma According to their work and activities and qualities Okay, the next two lines are talking about himself. So, he has created this system, but now reformers have dissolved that system. That is not the solution. It was misused. Misused. So, it has to be, it had to be rectified, but they abolished it. Like, if I have a cataract in the eye, I have said this example in the beginning of the session today. If I have a cataract in the eye, the solution is not to remove the eye. Oh. You have an eye problem? Alright, remove the eye. You will have no more eye problems because you will have no more eyes. That is not the solution. The solution is to rectify the problem. 
so the, the, the problem is the cataract take out the cataract and then yes you will be able to see but if i say that oh okay you have an eye problem sir okay i, I will i will i will do operation i'll take out the eye you will have no more eye problems from now on what kind of a solution is it? so this this thing also is like that oh because the cow are, cows are not being treated it whole uh, total uh, this thing is uh, has to be given up no it has to be it has to be done according to the vedic injunctions given by krishna why krishna is drinking milk and not showing us example he, that's why he's a goraksha goraksha he's always yes we are also goraksha we are also for it we even want to save those cows who are going for slaughter so that milk when it wants to, when it goes to krishna the cow is saved next life that soul out of his heinous sins he has been in that position now now that will be rectified in the next life so it's all being slaughtered it's bad it's bad we are not saying it we are not condoning at all we are not condoning it but at least if that milk if if okay if that milk is not offered to krishna the cow will just continue because he has not eaten beef only once he has beef eaten i mean eaten beef for thousands of times and is eaten chicken and is eaten goat and is eaten eggs and all these things he have to take life after life after life after life but if he, if that milk goes to krishna that thing is cut how many millions or thousands of lives he has to he can save himself just by his milk being offered or her milk being offered to krishna so that is there so we are talking from that perspective now sunita mata ji says i used to be the biggest hardcore non vegetarian turned vegetarian in 2010 very good very good and now turned vegan in 2011 simply because i connected the dots that if i love animals and nature and nature it goes against my consciousness to want to hurt anything or anyone with my act yes so plants are also hurt we actually cannot stop hurting when we are walking we are also hurting insects we are stepping on them killing them when we are cooking we are actually we cannot that's why there is this verse i mean is what your where you're coming from i really appreciate but you have to take it to the next level we have to understand that help means help the soul not the body body we cannot really help you know you see this 18.48 of bhagavad gita sahajam karma kaunteya sadosham apinatyajet sarvarambha hi doshena dhumena agnir ivavritah every endeavor is covered by some fault just as fire is covered by smoke therefore one should not give up the work born of his nature or son of kunti even if such such work is full of fault this is bhagavad gita now <clears throat> in conditioned life all work is contaminated by the material modes of nature even if one is a brahmana he has to perform sacrifices in which animal killing is necessary of course now not in kali yuga but before even that killing also was not killing because they were getting new bodies in front of everybody the, the animal will get a new rejuvenated body so it's not exactly killing but it you know you have to you have to actually sacrifice that animal so similarly a kshatriya however pious he may be has to fight enemies he cannot avoid it Sim- similarly a merchant however pious he may be must sometimes hide his profit to stay in business or he may sometimes have to do business on the black market these things are necessary one cannot avoid them similarly even though a man is a shudra serving a bad master he has to carry out the order of the master even though it should not be done despite these flaws one should continue to carry out his prescribed duties for they are born of his own nature and then offer the results to krishna then yes a very nice example 
is given herein although fire is pure still there is smoke yet smoke does not make the fire impure even though there is smoke in the fire fire is still considered to be the purest of all elements if one prefers to give up the work of a kshatriya and take up the occupation of a brahmana he is not assured that in the occupation of a brahmana there are there are no unpleasant duties similarly you have out of your good nature you have given up meat eating which is very good and you have taken to vegetarian and then became a vegan but you are not assured that there are still unpleasant things that you have to do because still plants are killed and life is a life whether it's a plant or whether it's an animal life is a life it's the same in the eyes of god no one is higher or lower yes in the species yes they are higher or lower but for for god just like a parent one child may be very intelligent one child may be very naughty one child may be even mentally retarded but for the parents they love all of them so similarly krishna loves all of them so we can't take any life without paying for it the only way we can do is by following the order of krishna krishna says offer to me this okay then yes we offer that and then so otherwise even vegan food is sin- full of sinful life because we are taking things which are meant which are supposed which are by the lord and we are taking without the proper process and so life is a life and everything is sinful therefore so you're not assured of becoming free from sin or even as you as your you know you have love for nature still again you can't avoid killing even in vegan life so the only way it can be done everything can be completely done nicely is when we offer the food to krishna just like in uh, as a um, what is that um, as a soldier now killing is bad killing is always bad right so but when a soldier kills the government rewards him when he kills and kills the opposite party and then the government rewards him oh bravery award now that recognition is there for killing now he can't say oh now i got the recognition i will just kill animal i mean not animal uh, people on the street no then he will be punished he can't say in the court saying that, oh why did you why did you punish me for one kill in the street and then i killed 100 people on the battlefield and you gave me a gold medal why because that killing was in the order of the government whereas this killing was in his own accord so killing we can't avoid in this material world whether plant or animal we can't avoid so we have to do on the order of the supreme lord the supreme government that killing yes so animals are strictly no but vegetables and milk these can be offered to krishna so what he can god can be offered and even among vegetarian cigarette is vegetarian but we can't it's not about being vegetarian or non vegetarian no even onion and garlic we don't eat because that is also not supposed to be eaten by human beings as given in the vedas it is said that in the manusamhita that one becomes an immediately one becomes a chandala mlecha if one eats onion and garlic so although they are in vegetarian category still they cannot be eaten so it's not about being vegetarian or non vegetarian it's about what is acceptable to krishna or not we are followers of krishna not materialistic conceptions of vegetarian and non vegetarian these names have been given by materialistically involved ideologies the people who are in in that ideologies of materialistic ideas vegetarian non vegetarian just like virendra prabhu has given that word what is that monothe monotheism are we followers of mono are we monotheists we believe in only one god that is the name they have given we are not into krishna said i am the supreme therefore we follow him that's it so we are just a yes man for krishna that is what we are so if krishna says give me milk yes we will give milk so that is the the whole point here 
how can we stop india being the biggest exporter of beef and chicken well completely ban the whole thing whole thing ban but how much the leaders are willing to take that drastic step they will be bold enough and that's the thing first thing people have to be educated if people have to be educated what is correct and education means vedic education we have everything in our vedas we have rejected it we have accepted western education so everything will be western they are eating beef we will also eat beef that's what will happen we have to replace our education system our gurukul system according to vedic education was perfect we accepted the british education system when the britishers came in and that was the beginning of the end for india so you can't stop one thing by not stopping it at its root this is this beef and chicken as much as we feel for it it's a symptom of a real problem it is not the real problem it is a symptom of a real problem the real problem is that people are not spiritually educated that is the core of the problem that krishna consciousness is not being distributed therefore why we distribute why we our movement is based on distributing books because by distributing knowledge then people will understand what to do and what not to do and then automatically these things can be you know um, changed but if you just pass um, rule that hey, come on from tomorrow no more cup everybody what what they will do big strike big even they will assassinate the leader also because people are nonsense because they're not educated and who who is to be blamed the leaders so first of all there has to be a grassroots education and who who elected the leaders the people so the people have to be first of all educated so sunita madhav is asking can you repeat why onion and garlic is not eaten is it because it disturbs our meditation and disturbs disturbs the mind yeah so onion makes our makes us filled with passion rajogun increases so much and sexual appetite increases so much by onion and that is completely not good for our spiritual advancement and garlic it dulls our brain i it dulls our brain so for a person who is advancing spiritually he has to be very alert and very sharp with his memory and garlic doesn't help with that in fact it is said in the manu samhita that if one eats onion and garlic it is as good as eating uh, what is that pig and even beef so these these things are given in the manu samhita fifth chapter verses 15 and 19 in the manu samhita i don't have it ready here to show you but that is the thing <coughs> so she is okay sanita so madhav says i agree sir humans are the core of the problem no humans are not the problem again if you say humans are the problem they have to be eradicated just now just like now the virus is the problem virus has to be eradicated so if you say humans are the problem humans have to be eradicated no the problem is there is no education there is no spiritual education humans are not good or bad when they come out of the womb of the mother they become good or bad by the education by the upbringing so if we have a system where this education of spiritual culture is brought about and we don't have to search for it we don't have to invent it we don't have to discover we don't have to brainstorm how to, how to do it no it's already there we just have to spread it and that's exactly our mission in this hari krishna movement our mission is to spread the pure teachings of krishna which are beneficial for all human kind and that's what we are doing and if everybody can take to this nobody is better than god he is perfect any philosophy any education that i create that is going to be imperfect 
but everything that is given by god is always perfect if we see any imperfection in what is given by god the imperfection is in me not in god i am seeing it wrongly i am seeing it from a wrong perspective and that's why i feel that's why people feel oh caste system this has to be abolished they feel a fault with something that was given by the lord but because it was misrepresented misused abused but if it is properly used if it is followed properly followed then there's absolutely no fault in that in fact that is the only perfect form of civilization every other civilization is complete nonsense without the varnashram system there cannot be a proper um explanation or proper um, uh, what is that uh, establishment of social structure what is happening now no brahmanas we're not talking about brahmanas by birth that is not the fact brahmanas by quality that's why our hari krishna movement we we create brahmanas everywhere we have brahmanas in all countries that is real brahman who is actually interested in god he is real brahman so not a person who just wears a janeu and then does nothing and then eats beef and does intoxication and then absolutely no spiritual culture not even interested in god that is rubbish he is less than shudra now brahmana is one who guides the society according to spiritual knowledge according to vedic science and then the kshatriyas are the administrators who have to rule on the advice of the brahmanas and the vaishyas they take care of the cow protection and agriculture produce and then the shudras they help the others because some people they can just work for others they don't have special talents or special but they also need a livelihood so they serve others and get their livelihood so this is shudra today's education is not teaching anybody to become a brahmana kshatriya also vaishyas some because trade not even cow production and agriculture much trade yes that is one of the activities of vaishya but that's not the main thing if any surplus is there then yes trade but otherwise it's just for self sufficiency then shudras shudras is what our modern education is creating after graduation the person has to be employed somewhere if he can't serve someone he is doomed so this is shudra education just producing shudras and say we are all equal we are all equal oh you should not say shudra no. but that's what the education is bringing about shudra education so the whole uh, people have to be educated on the whole thing brahmana kshatriya vaishya shudra on krishna consciousness and then everybody work according to their the guna and karma and then the whole society will be good smoothly performing and there should be no, no discrimination the head does not discriminate oh your legs your your you know nonsense no legs are also necessary head is also necessary hands are also necessary stomach is necessary similarly brahmanas kshatriyas vaishya shudras are all different parts of the societal body all are necessary nobody is to be discriminated against we have to work in cooperation we have to accept our differences just like the leg can't say no 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 i want to be stomach i stomach is doing nothing there just sitting around and i am working so hard i am working day and night i am walking here walking there and hands are also saying no i am also working so much yes yes we should eat why should stomach is eating doing nothing they are just sitting around no we cannot be equal equality is equal as soul yes we are all equal but according to our body we are not equal so the whole point is not even to be equal to be cooperative everyone has different roles to play and they have to play that role the legs have have a role to play walk and the hands have a role to play to work and you know to defend ourselves and the brain has a work you know to organize everything <clears throat> so all this work in to work in tandem to for the upkeep of the body similarly for the upkeep of the society everybody must work in cooperation accepting our differences and at the same time working in cooperation rather than competition for equality that will solve the problem
next oh that was a long answer okay um question by prem bhakti mataji crude as it may sound is manushunyata akin to being shameless <laughs> no, no not shameless but man means um pride absence of false prestige is not shameless you know devotees are not shameless they don't have pride but they don't they have um they represent krishna properly it's not that they do it's not that they're shameless <laughs> so uh, next question by ayappa why oh wow this has crossed over 3 hours i'm so sorry ayappa asked the question why lord wears peacock feather always uh, well that is his wish why when we ask the question why that means there is a reason prior to it okay for example um why do i have this bottle because i want to hold some water so the, to hold some water was the first thought and how to do it okay let me get a bottle so that means the why the cause of the existence of the bottle in this room is because i had a desire so i had a plan so that plan is the first thing so if you say that why lord wears peacock feathers always that means there is a cause beyond the lord that governs the lord no there's nothing it's just his will everything is by his will there's nothing beyond the lord to to you know uh, that obliges him to wear peacock feathers no <laughs> next question by murari prabhu covid 19 when can finish what you say what i know <laughs> what i know i am i'm not an astrologer whatever it is it is happening because of karma that's what i can say it's happening because of karma for us oh this is the worst time you know 2020 is the worst year but actually for the rest of the world it is much better than the other years because we have been persistently our human race has been um, torturing other races and the whole nature for a while at least the nature got a breather thanks to the 1 gram of covid-19 that spread all over the world one gram you know and it has just put the human society on its knees uh, it's, it's you know god's way of saying that who is who is superior here with one gram i can finish you off you know so don't don't come and play with the i mean it's just a warning actually i i feel covid-19 is not even a real threat it's not even a real threat if krishna wanted he could have given much much worse a pandemic or a war or a natural disaster you could have done much worse than this he just gave a very very slight warning covid-19 is not even heavyweight heavyweight yeah if you go to hell if you if you read if we read the bhagavatam the descriptions of hellish planet oh then we will know what is actually heavy punishment this is just like super lightweight yeah as much as much as people have died and it is quite horrific but compared to hellish punishment this is super lightweight you know if we don't wake up to this lesson we're just going to ask for more stricter punishments and harder punishments <clears throat> next question by krishna smaranam prabhu students from indian college is now saying what's up dude what would you say to them then i mean i don't know actually what is the question what's up dude i mean i don't know so anyway <laughs> they are imitating the west yeah so they have to know how to respect anyway that's the uh, i don't think they will allow me to say anything to them 
this kind of people so i don't know if i will even stand a chance so if i do then i'll say chant hari krishna that's what i'll say give them a book if possible all right we'll stop here thank you very much for your time and putting up with me let me see or oh, 25 of you are still here thank you very much grantaraj shrimad bhagavad gita ki jai shila prabhupad ki jai anand kodi vaishnav rind ki jai nitai gaur premanand hari hari bol hari krishna